At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to support the show, visit us at patreon.com, and for as little as $1 a month, you can become a patron. Or you can buy cool Lorehammer products like shirts, coffee mugs, and dice bags at www.redbubble.com. Don't want to spend any money? Well, you can help out the show by giving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also hop on over to Facebook and like our page, and feel free to send us a message. It's the only enjoyment Mark gets out of his miserable life. Welcome to Lorehammer. My name is Eric. Hey, Eric. I'm Mark, as you've known me for the last 10 years. Thank you, Mark. For is it, No, it's got to be more than 10. It's more than 10. Oh, yes. It's way more than that, but it's like, that's how long we've known each other. You Physically, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Explored each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, Explored. Right. yeah. Explored. Known each other for a long time. Of course, yeah, yeah. But Your there's, whole there's life a I've depth. been watching you, grooming you, some <laughs> would say. There's a depth to our friendship now. Specific that, oh, it's deep. Ten years ago, that <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the moment. Hey, yeah, yeah. I don't remember it, but uh, <laughs> drugs will do that to you. Mm. And with <laughs> us, we got our our new friend of two months, Ian. Is it two months? How long? I don't know. How long have we been grooming Ian? I reached out to Mark in like uh, October. He's, or he's been grooming me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Grooming you both. <laughs> Don't look at me as you say that, Ian. Yeah. Just fuck me eyes. My god. <laughs> I weaseled my way into the friend group. Probably enough. It doesn't even. How much weaseling did it actually take, though? Like Mark. Mark literally sent me his address within three messages. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. Pretty yeah. much. It's quite easy. <laughs> Yeah. It's probably, all true. yeah, you probably like don't want to do that. <laughs> well, you know, it hasn't led me astray yet. They're uh <laughs> That is not true. <laughs> yeah, I've heard so stories. <laughs> no, there was I, I remember when we first started this and people reached out to us from Calgary mm-hmm. and uh someone someone was over and Mark's like he sent me a text and he's like, Hey, come over, hang out and I'm like, What's up? And he's like, Oh, some random person's over. I'm like, mm. In your house? <laughs> Where you live? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. Why not? Of I told them the hours that I would be there in a way just so they would. Of course. Yeah. Right. So they wouldn't miss you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, last time I was over, you got, you and your wife just left me in the garage. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. I had yeah. access to your motorcycle. <laughs> 
keys in the ignition. Plenty of stuff. Don't. <laughs> my God. <laughs> you uh, randy people. Very trusting people here at Lorehand. <laughs> I do police checks before I meet people. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just me checking Facebook and Instagram, yeah. but I'm stalking I think that's you. called the creep check. Yeah. yeah. I've actually probably... Oh, definitely. Well, we have someone <laughs> in Facebook. common that we know, actually. Oh, yeah, you did creep chat. Exactly, yeah. What? The first time that Me? we, Ian and I ever chatted, yeah. I was like, hey, how do you know this person? It's a girl that I went to junior and high and high school with. Right, yeah. it was like but my, it was because, my ex-girlfriend's cousin or something. Yeah, <laughs> right. but it was because Mark was like, oh, there's a new guy. And so I was like, well, I'm going to look on his wow. fucking Facebook and What's, Instagram. What is it? Like those seven degrees of... Kevin Bacon, Kevin Bacon, whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, there's it's there's a good joke there. So it's yeah, yeah, like I between you seven. and Kevin Bacon, there's seven. Is seven seven seems high? Seven acquaintances, like you know somebody that'll know somebody that knows somebody, <laughs> that, and eventually you'll okay. No celebrity. I know I typed Kevin in Bacon Google. by proxy. I know I typed in Google how many degrees of sep. And then the third option is, how many degrees of separation am I from Kevin Bacon? There it is. I'm <laughs> so, telling yeah. you. No, thing. I know it's a thing, but yeah. I, it's six. It's not seven. Oh. Well, fuck yeah. me. Or yeah. it's also known as Bacon's Law. <laughs> Bacon's Law. Yeah. I heard of another really weird, <laughs> like, idiosyncrasy. Like, it, there's apparently a Waffle House Index, which has to do with, with kind of, like, the climate that we're in with, like, the coronavirus and everything. But the Waffle House Index apparently is how bad a catastrophic situation in the world is based off of whether or not the Waffle House in your area is closed. <laughs> no way. Straight up. It's on Wikipedia and everything. Uh, no. And apparently everyone's freaking Is it a joke? Out. Well, it's like both. It says it's used by the Federal Emergency Management Agency. So it was probably a meme that became a real thing. <laughs> Hmm. Anyway, Waffle House is closing okay. across America, you gotta so li- now it's a real oh, big You've got to listen to this quote. This is quoted from Craig Fugit, who is a former head of the Federal Emergency Management Agency. And the quote is, if you get there and the Waffle House is closed, that's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder Shit. if that's where this came from. Basically. That's Shit. hilarious. Yeah. I read it somewhere, probably on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, what a surprise. With all of the, yeah. If you couldn't tell by now, this is a bonus There's episode, books. guys. Yeah. There, was a, there was a book called If Waffle House is Closed, It's Time to Panic. There's a book called How to Measure a Storm's Fury, One Breakfast at a Time. Right, because they're What thing- do waffles have to do with risk management? Apparently, Waffle House's thing is that they have such a locked down supply chain yeah. in the U.S. and They're very prepared. Plus, they can run most of their kitchen on propane, which they don't need to, like, you don't need gas right. lines. You can actually just yeah. So tap. it's like if Waffle sure. House is closed, you're hmm. probably fucked. That's good, wild. Good to know. I'm feeling very confident already, which is yeah. What this episode's supposed to do? <laughs> anyway, here we are amongst the <laughs> coronavirus panic. Yeah, yeah. So today we're doing a Lorehammer lockdown episode, and uh, yeah, everyone knows what's happened with coronavirus. We don't. Well, really I hope to, so. Well, fuck it if they don't. Whatever. Well, Eric doesn't care. Yeah, apparently. some people. Well, there's care. a difference between not caring and not knowing. Mm, some. <laughs> I'm fully aware. <laughs> That's objectively true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, over the next two weeks, we're going to release one episode a day. They're just going to be bonus episodes amongst our regular content. So we will be doing like our actual episodes as well. Um, as well as like our real bonus episodes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like listener lores and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, basically like we're all locked inside and I know a couple people have reached out and like, oh man, like 
what pretty, do? What yeah. do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or even just like, man, I'm pretty lonely right now. It's like, okay, I got to go to bed. See ya. <laughs> 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 you know? Oh, no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're, I we're, see you on that Discord all the time, <laughs> Mark. You're providing some kind of service. Oh, I'm providing services left it's and right. It's only sexual. I'm slinging yeah. that Patreon left and right, man. <laughs> But uh, yeah, hey, we know UNICEF <laughs> is asking for money for dealing with impoverished oh, areas. But God. would you consider Lorehammer? Mm-hmm. What do you care about more, your entertainment or starving children? That's right. Yeah, that's What's an more easy important answer here? if you're being Take honest. Take care of your family first, but then Lorehammer. Please, Lorehammer. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna make a bunch of these episodes where we're just talking with uh, different hosts we've had on. Um, they're they're usually gonna have a theme to them. Like today's theme is just gonna be we're gonna talk about painting. Ian and oh, I thought it was about his foot fungus. <laughs> oh no. That's the Eric? real virus. Here. I thought we were. This was an intervention. <laughs> going to tell everybody about that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, that's the real coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so today's theme is going to be painting. So we're going to talk about painting a little bit from a very new person's perspective. We get asked all the time, like, "What? How do?" And I yeah. answer, "You well, you just do." And then they get upset at me. And, you ever seen the Cristalia yeah. skit where he's talking with someone who's like trying to park at his house at a party? No. And they call him on the phone and they're like, where do I park? Like, what do I do? And he's like, are you on the street? And she, they're like, yeah. Well, okay, get out. You did it. Like, <laughs> step one, nice. stop the car. Just fucking park. Step <laughs> one, he's buy some ignition. paint. <laughs> step two, put the paint on the model. Yeah, yeah. You did it. Doesn't yeah, it's one of those things that like for people who've been in the hobby for a long time, it's like kind of a, a given, yeah, I guess. For sure. It, yeah. yeah. You take things for granted, things yeah. that you just, you learn years ago yeah you know yeah me and ian we learned the hard way you know before there's youtube video no he's a young guy never mind i learned the hard way <laughs> where you're looking through white dwarfs and were you a white dwarf man no okay <laughs> i learned the hard <laughs> before way before youtube you know, at least <laughs> where you had to go through the white dwarf and it's like three steps and at the end you have like a golden demon model yeah it's mm. like step one add like it has like 15 different colors and <laughs> step two like it's <laughs> It's sub, not good. Sub step 30 of it's, one. It's that meme where it's like step one, draw the outline. Step two, draw the owl. Step three, question, question, question. Right. Step four, yeah. done. Right, exactly. exactly. Yeah. But, well, and uh, that's the thing about the GW boxes and stuff. They'll say like three colors on the back. Still, yeah. like to this day, they'll have little, yeah. they'll point at like a weapon. Well, not a weapon, I guess. Weapons are probably Anything. three colors, but you know, like an armor perfect piece blends on or a, flesh tone. A, a heavy metal model. And it's like, we used two colors on this it's like <laughs> fuck you you did <laughs> <laughs> you lying scumbag um yeah so let's we're, we're talking about painting painting um, well i'm gonna give a brief low disclaimer um none of us are professionals here i am like ian is a I'm, really oh sorry no i'm a professional whiner that's uh, what i am yeah sorry ian, i guess we didn't classify what yeah you know yeah i am definitely professional <laughs> I'm a professional podcaster. If That's that right. There anything. we go. If that means anything to anybody out there, mom, dad, it does not. <laughs> no, uh, no. But like Ian is like a really good painter. Um, yeah, he like, literally commissions for money. That's yeah, the, yeah. Does that qualify me as a professional? Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. What's the difference? I don't know. But like yeah. a lot of the tips we're going to be giving today are pretty basic. They're not going to be like obviously you can't do a master class on painting through podcast medium. Like yeah. that's not. You want a visual medium, you know. Yeah. Um, no, I thrive on my imagination. 
All right, now you just add that color that you need to add. That's oh, right, yeah. Color you oh, want. the that <laughs> amount. That's right. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. I always imagine so the host naked. Too. It's gonna be very basic and we give are you just naked. ideas <laughs> in my mind. No, like no. in real, I'm I'm naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your soul is naked to sure. us right now. It's bare. <laughs> Why is it quivering? So is my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Continue. <laughs> I'm at a loss. I don't know where to go from here. I, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're basically just going to be talking about how to get your models up to like a tabletop standard. You know, we're not we're not golden demon talking here. Like we're going to be talking some basics. So um, the the first thing with painting is obviously having materials to do the painting. Mm. Um, and there's many different places to get stuff. And uh, some of them are definitely better than others. Some are cheaper than others, whatever. So yeah. One of the very first things you're going to need when you're you're painting miniatures is you're going to need... Two hands. Two hands. Well, no, I've seen people paint with their feet. That's why. Paint teeth. miniatures with their feet? That's some skill. I bet someone's out there done it. I watched somebody, like, complete Dark Souls with a Guitar Hero controller with his feet. <laughs> with his feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, this yeah. expand. Yeah. You so know what? Like, it, two hands is not necessary. Not I no. take it back. Yeah, yeah. I take it back. But, but what is necessary is uh, spray paint. Unless you have an airbrush, but we'll get on that later. Like a primer, you mean? Yeah. Some some, type some way to base paint. and take away the pl- mm-hmm. gray plastic of your model. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And this is not an option. Like, You need to get spray paint or an airbrush. You can't just start taking your regular paint and put it onto your miniatures. That's bullshit. Don't even do it. Eric's making a face that's saying, like, I've he's done, done it. He's done that. I know. He's also a piece of shit. So it's yeah. like... The, no, no surprise there. No surprise. Eric's the one person in the gaming group who doesn't have... Painted armies. Painted armies. Yeah. So take, we actually thought about it. Let's take it one step yeah. further. Painted models. That's rude. Do you have one finished model? Yeah, I'm all my Necron. I have a bunch of Necron. Yeah, I have Necrons. I have at least fifteen hundred points in painted Necron. Okay. And based, if it sand well, then there counts. You go. <laughs> if That's, sand counts, it does not. <laughs> Wait, is it like? It's literally, it's literally just sand. sand. <laughs> it does not count. It's not a fully finished I would model. Say no, but I do count. have. Some painted models. Okay, I just yeah. painting is tough for me. <laughs> well, hopefully yeah. this helps you. No, it's yeah, yeah. Good. You learn a lot in this. That's episode, why I'm here. Eric. So th- I'm here yeah. to learn. So you can d- get many different types of um, spray paint. Uh, I don't recommend well, spray GW paint, spray. Spray paint. paint comes in infinite colors. Just walk yeah. down Walmart, right? Yeah, or and, and that's honestly whatever. the way to do it. Like, go to your local Walmart hardwood store, buy spray paint from them, either black or white for your primer. GW is three times more expensive, and I swear it doesn't have as much in it. And unlike their paint, you can't tell the difference between products. Some products, like you can actually tell a quality difference. With their spray paint, I've never noticed the difference. The, I would only use, I would only suggest actually picking Games Workshop paint if part of that paint is going to pop through and it has like a very specific proprietary color. Yeah, and even at that point, I still wouldn't recommend GW. I would then recommend Army Painter because sure. they have a way bigger variety of color matching spray paint. Interesting. Paint. I, d- I do like the Army Painter sprays if I'm going to do rattle can stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, and th- I, I haven't bought one, but I know they aren't that expensive. They're like 10 bucks, I think, for a can as opposed to like regular I think eight. that they're 12 and 12? GW are like 18. Yeah. So, so Games Workshop is pretty expensive. This is in Canadian, I think. But it's yeah. like, yeah, the GW ones are expensive. They're- also, Vallejo now sells them. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. If and once again, like, I've seen good crazy colors they're out of Vallejo. They're expensive, but they have really nice tones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? yeah. 
again, it's like whatever. But anyways, it's essential to buy spray. But you don't have to buy Games Workshop. We've literally just listed two actual brands, and then also places where brands don't matter. Exactly. So there's many, many different places you can go to. Lots of people use Rustoleum and Cry. Absolutely, yeah, 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 so it's fine. Yeah. Um. So yeah, spray paint. I I don't recommend using Games Workshop. It's just too expensive. Like you can if you want, but why why spend your money there when you can. Don't buy more models. Extra, nope, don't oh. need that extra eight dollars to Lorehammer, you know. Right. Well, that's a one dollar subscription for eight months. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> did that, you know people can subscribe for just the low price <laughs> of one dollar a month? And what do they get out of this subscription? Jack shit. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. They get what the knowledge <laughs> of knowing that they are a good person? Oh, good. Oh, right. Because only m- good people right. subscribe to Patreon. There's, it's Everyone a moral is question. Yes. And access to the Discord. Wait, that's free, right? Yep. Everything. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Um. <laughs> so next, you just next, get a pat uh, on the back, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you get a thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well done. I did it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. There it is. That's all you get. Now let me touch your back. That was yeah. really worth it. <laughs> Ten bucks a month. <laughs> that is not. Anyway. So an, a great alternative for spray paints is airbrushing. Yeah. Um, airbrushing is, for those of you who don't know, it's like, you know, you got this. You, thin, you take the paint that you actually have, you thin yeah. it down, and you put it through like a pen that aerates shoots, it. Shoots. Yeah. It's shoots an airbrush, it. guys. Yeah. I'm sure you know what an airbrush is. I'm sure is. most people yeah. do. Maybe. You never yeah. know. Maybe. Um, but it's a way to turn like your actual paint pots and yeah. very specific color mixings that you want yeah. into sprays. Because some yeah. people build yeah. their custom colors and whatever. Yeah. And At, you know, you can't find that in spray paints. Yeah. So you would right. create it and put it in your own airbrush. You yeah. do have to buy a specific airbrush primer, though, if you're going to use primer through an airbrush. Hmm. Vallejo sells them, Badger sells them, GW does. No, GW sells the airbrush paint. Airbrush or primer. 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 Yeah. Oh, that's a different. Mm. I don't think they do. They have airbrush paint. They have an airline, but I don't know if they have a ah, primer. I see. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the the nice thing about airbrush too is you can get way more accurate spraying. Uh, where uh, spray paint can it's pretty all over the place. Yeah, it's pretty wide. Yeah. So airbrushes, you can usually get into it anywhere from like three hundred to five hundred bucks. Like, th- there's a lot of things that. But with most, like with most things in this hobby, you never want to buy cheapest. That's the thing, and especially right. like yeah. with an airbrush, like if you buy a cheap one, it's probably just going to crap out on you pretty quick. Yeah. And then what's the point? Yeah, and an airbrush does have two components. It has like a compressor and the actual airbrush itself. Yeah. So you will have to get both those things, but uh, you can use like a shop compressor if you want like if you have one (laughs) if you have the luxury of being out in the garage and not bothering anybody like it's going to be really loud and annoying but you definitely could use that that's when you you already have one though and then you know right right but like then you have something more annoying to focus on than the compressor sound (laughs) the kind of proprietary hobby compressors are usually smaller quieter and more expensive so that kind of is why it brings it up to that 300 to 500 dollar mark yeah so i have no experience in this um but yeah you, i don't airbrush either you have an airbrush yeah, Ian. Um, i do what brand do you have uh i have the iwata hpcs which is i think kind of like a mid range ish airbrush i think it retails for 150 to 200 just the airbrush itself just the airbrush uh and then i also spray through um a ninja i think it's an iwata ninja compressor as well okay 
Uh, so you, oh, you bought a compressor specifically designed for airbrushing? Yeah, well, that's the third compressor I've actually <laughs> gone through. I, I so bought... Uh, don't take advice from... <laughs> I bought Maybe the third a, time's a charm. He's mm, got it right this time. I bought a certain compressor, which I won't name because I have a lot of other people who have said that it's great. Hmm. Uh, I just think I had really bad luck with it, but I yeah. bought it and it crapped out on me. And then I was like, eh, it was probably bad luck. And then I bought it again and... It also crapped out on me. So. Oh, <laughs> but it's, you're the bad juju. I yeah. think I might be. Anyway, I've been using the Ninja, and it's like awesome. So. Nice. Yeah, I, I feel like nowadays technology and stuff, and with the internet, there's so many different products, and 99 percent of them are going to be good as long as you don't just go off. Don't like, go from Wish.com. Exactly, <laughs> right. and spend twenty dollars. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Like, you don't need to buy a thousand dollar airbrush, no, but you shouldn't also buy all. a twenty dollar one. You know, yeah. you can get into it for three to five hundred bucks, and yeah. it is a game changer. I think that's going to be my next purchase that I kind of save yeah. for. It's I very cool. So. Did yeah. it? Yeah, it, it like really accelerates what you can accomplish. Yeah, in terms of painting armies for the tabletop, I would say there isn't anything out there that like would get your army onto the table faster than getting an airbrush. Yeah, very cool. So if you don't have an airbrush, but even if you do. Uh, you still need brushes. Um, so you can buy brushes from anywhere, man. You can go to Walmart and buy brushes. I wouldn't recommend that. That you could but buy you could. a wish. You, you could. <laughs> you, you could. could. You could. You um, could use a tack. <laughs> oh, my God. I did. I know. You could. Wait, you can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For what? what? Uh, when I painted my very first towel. I hate you. Um, he used a tack yeah because i was in uh i was in high school and i was like stuck in these little fucking cubicles all day but a brush was too big that people would notice but a tack was like just paint he could hide it what the fuck that's awesome (laughs) yeah you can paint with anything we want so there's a thousand different brands out there but what it seems like the most popular ones and most easily accessible ones are from gw army painter uh and Winsor and newton series seven i've heard great things about them Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I paint with. Yeah. You use Windsor and Newton? Yeah. Yeah. What do you use, Mark? Uh, right now I'm using GW, but I've tried a bunch of different ones. So If you're just getting into the hobby, I think Army Painter is the best line. I think Angel Shop is a that. little too expensive until yes. you start like actually taking care of your brushes. Yeah. Because apparently they last a long time if you're like yeah, carefully you washing them. Cleaner. Yeah, and you're using yeah. like chemicals and you know, you understand like how to treat them so you're not like breaking points or bending things. Yeah. And I yeah. think at that point, like I would spring for Games Workshop. But right yeah. now, like even I just use like shitty Amazon like yeah. $20 and I got like eight different brush sizes or something. Yeah. Like. yeah, so like I paint with one Winsor Newton size one for like probably 75% of what I do. And then I have a bunch of shitty Amazon brushes that yeah. kind of tackle the rest, like the grubby stuff that I wouldn't want to put my nice brush through. Yeah. I would say that like taking care of your brush is probably more important than what brush you buy. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like just sure. getting some of that master's brush cleaner. Yeah. Uh, you can buy it in like the pomade form or like an actual bar of soap. And uh, you can get it at most hobby craft stores yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Just like lather your brush up after you're done using it and uh, clean it out. And then you like re-point it. And like that'll keep your brush. You hmm. have yourself a I've never for done a long that. time. I've never. Yeah, I just started doing it now. You have like the bar, and, yeah, like the um, cleaner. Canadian Steve bought me a, a little tub. Oh, nice. He got got Shit's it for magic. me for the tournament, actually. Oh, so, really so I've been good. using it since you know whatever that was, September or something. I don't yeah. Know. Hmm. Um. But yeah. So good. the 
there's different types of brushes um and like you said like you want to buy like dry brushes uh that we'll talk about how to dry brush later yeah you could just buy a cheap one you could even buy them off makeup brushes makeup brushes yeah if you're doing something big a makeup brush for sure no they're Um, like just amazing they're better than any dry brush you can purchase for sure and they cost like like blush brushes yep two dollars at shoppers buy like the bulk whatever they are better dry brushes most of the time and there you go nothing there we go so yeah like well if you want pictures uh, ask ian on discord (laughs) exactly what brushes he's talking about there you go yeah so you can buy different things but yeah like um text messages <laughs> um, but yeah like you there's different types of brushes um one thing that is a common mistake of new painters is they try to find like a really tiny brush with like oh, yeah. one or two hairs on it you know and they think that's what they need yeah they think that's what gives the fineness and right. the detail but but realistically yeah. you want a brush that has many bristles that end in a nice crisp point yeah um and because and something you'll realize really quick if you try painting with those like one two hairs is it doesn't hold paint doesn't at all and it just in order for it to hold paint you have to glob the paint on but then you're painting with this huge glob of paint so don't yeah yeah, don't use those like really really tiny ones they're very specific things yeah like if you're like doing an eyeball or something like that like even then like i like i said i use a winsor newton size one for yeah i think i use uh that's detail oriented yeah i think i use a gw small detail brush which isn't their small their artificer no that's the smallest that's the small i have an artificer right yeah and i do i do space marine eye lenses with it like i don't use my artificer anymore i found yeah yeah most of the time you don't need to yeah i find like for detail stuff having long bristles is more important than having the one point or whatever yeah Yeah. like this the winsor newton series one has like pretty fat kind of bottom near the ferrule which is like that the metal the metal part yeah and then they're pretty long so it it gives you like enough control i don't know yeah Hmm. yeah yeah but it is a common mistake that people try to do so yeah brushes you can just buy them kind of like if you have money and not too concerned gw is going to do what is advertised that's what they do everything gw is it's good quality you're just paying more than is necessary um but yeah if you want to save some money yeah you could do army painter they're very good or you could even just buy stuff off amazon or whatever makeup brushes These, like he said yeah. like like I, I bought some for 20 bucks and i've had them for at least a year yeah, yeah. There, yeah. there's a thousand different products out there and like i said as long as you're not buying the one dollar thing just like the airbrush as long as you're not doing the the low end you also don't need to do the high end yeah like unless you're like a fucking golden demon painter 90 percent of the things that we're talking about the average person wouldn't be able to tell the difference, you know? I, I painted for, like, eight years before I bought a Winsor Newton. Like, I just, like, felt like I wanted to treat myself after a <laughs> while. And it's a great brush, but you definitely don't need to buy that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I would say if you're just starting, you need a dry brush. Yep. Probably, like, a regular-sized brush, be that, like, a zero or a one or something, or what GW would call it, like, the smaller medium layer brush. Yeah. And then, like... A fat wash brush or something yeah and like you can probably paint 95 percent of your models with those three brushes yeah absolutely at the very least just a tabletop standard yep. yeah yeah for yeah. sure yeah. yeah so we're gonna go into paints um once again there's a thousand different brands out there and stuff um the three that i like and i hear a lot of buzz about is once again gw army painter and vallejo um yeah 
So we'll talk about GW Paint. What's nice about it, like I just said, like GW is great. They are exactly as advertised. You get exactly what it's supposed to do. Um, they do a bunch of different types of paints. They do base paints, layers, dry brushes, textures, washes. They do a bunch of different stuff, and they all work really well. The only problem is they're expensive. They're quite expensive um, yeah. compared to other brands. But like, but they're very consistent. You're gonna get yeah. what you yeah. pay for for sure. Like I, I use GW Paint because I, I just like the reliability, reliability of it, and also that like, um, the colors they have are typically what you see on GW models. So like ultramarine it's, blue. So it's so easy to match. Very exactly. easy to like, color you're match. You're very obviously yeah. looking. Like you want ultramarines, so instead of trying to find the yeah. right Vallejo blue to yeah. get there, you just yeah. go with Games Workshops. The, the, the other nice yeah. thing too is, yeah. yeah, they label all their stuff, so it's like, yeah, you do know this is a base paint; it goes on thicker. You know this is a wash. I'm sure other companies do that same thing. Yeah. It just seems like GW has it very organized, very easy. It's very to dummy like, proof, exactly. Super beginner friendly, yeah. exactly, yeah. and that's why I like it. Um, yeah, and they got like a whole system. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, and they're like even their painting app like is pretty fun to just take a look yep. at and see like how they try and get this effect and yeah. they really easily put it out for you. These are the paints you do. This is like yeah. the order you put it in just yeah. so. They have some good resources even beyond just their brushes and their paints. Yeah, for sure. Um the other one I we mentioned is Army Painter. Um what I really liked about them, it's just their ability to match their spray paint color to their yeah. their pot color yeah because 90 percent of the time when i do an army like if i was ever doing a space marine army and if i was doing blood angels i'd buy red spray paint spray paint them red and then just pick out details and you're yeah. done and yeah. since 90 percent of the armies you see are fucking power armor you yeah. can do that and you can literally have a fully painted army in like two minutes yeah like, i think army know? painter has more colored primers than any other range like they have as far as i could tell yeah lots. yeah um, yeah, so that was really nice about them. Um, like, it, it's just so nice that you can, if you do make a mistake, you can go back and touch it up without having to fuck up your original prime. But yeah, you can paint Space Marines just like that. Yeah, they're good. And then uh, Vallejo is kind of, I don't know, people would argue that it's like higher range, I guess, because there's... I see way different color styles in that. Well, they like, have two, like their metallic range, yes. even like chromatic and color shifting. Like that's just shit I never seen. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the thing with uh, Vallejo is uh, it, it's made to be realistic. Like their, their paints typically made for like World War II tanks. Or well, they have War two II. lines, right? They have Vallejo. Oh, I've seen the one. They have model color, which okay. came out for that, for the historical miniatures. Yeah. And that's like neutral tones green tones yeah gray, brown all beige. of drab brown and yeah, yeah which are awesome paints still and then yeah, they yeah. have uh vallejo game color which is is that recently new or not okay. not super new i mean i think it's been out for like five ten whatever but okay. it's sure. uh <laughs> well, I've, I've never seen it. i've sure, only yeah. ever seen their, their i bet a lot ones. of the colors that we've seen out of vallejo yeah. are actually part of that range because hmm. like i don't like or game color anytime i i see a vallejo like it's always like metallics that mm -hmm. pop up for me like there's no way that metallic color is in their well, they, drab they, range then right? they have uh they have a they have like their alcohol colors they, too. Was, their alcohol metallics, which are they are sick. so cool. They're awesome. <laughs> I saw Custodes painted in like that gold. Yes. Yeah, old it gold is wild. Yeah, they're <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It. Oh my god! I would never do a Custodes after I saw that. I would never do anything but that. <laughs> like it's just. 
It's different though because you're painting with alcohol. You have to thin it with alcohol. Like, yeah, it's. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure there's so much to do it. I'm just obviously I don't care. It's but. cool though. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, the, those are the three different like main model kinds. What I definitely wouldn't pick paints that aren't designed for models. That's for sure. Like yeah. some people, some people just like go to a crafting store and just buy like any paint that they see and which like go ahead. I mean, if you really want to, you can, I think that the, the stuff designed for miniatures has finer pigmentation and it, yeah, it just covers better. It goes I, farther. Yeah. It's you will designed. definitely notice the paint for sure. Yes. Even if you're not a golden yeah. demon painter, I would say buy stuff for models also. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even paintbrushes that we talked about before, how you can buy anything. There are just paintbrushes that are designed for models yeah. and buying the shittiest ones designed for models yeah. are better than most brushes that are just out there on the market. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. And there's other brands for paints as well. Like that we didn't mention. Um, yeah. What do you like? I, I paint with mostly Vallejo and GW stuff. Um, okay. That's just because I'm from like a smaller town and I didn't have access to anything else until recently. Um, scale 75 or Scale Color 75 has hmm. uh, acrylic paints that have kind of like a more matte finish. Hmm. Uh, a lot of like commissioned painter guys on Instagram use that. Okay. Uh, Chimera Colors is a newer one. Um, P3 from Privateer Press. Oh, yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, um, They have like a super good line of paint super pigmented yeah um yeah now if only war machine horde guys ever painted their miniatures they could enjoy it but <laughs> damn they don't called out they don't do that kind of thing there the only real big difference between like the three major brands that we mentioned is that like uh vallejo and army painter use a dropper bottle mm. and gw has like the traditional paint pot yeah thing which for some people is a deterrent um because, like, it dries all sticky and crusty around <laughs> the top. I don't yeah, understand why they design. still do the paint pot. Like, because it's then stubborn. They, well, yeah. it's also, like, it's a money thing, right? Yeah. Like, that you, like they literally will dry out faster. You'll have to buy more. That's yeah. so wild. That's crazy. I mean, that's just tin hat, but, like. <laughs> no, no, that, I don't think that is tin hat. I think that's honestly why they do it. Like, oh, I, yeah. I bet there's, like, an actual amount. Like, this is the average amount of paint that gets lost out of every paint right. pot. Yeah. And like, if we yeah. move to a different dropper, like, this is how paint, like, sales will drop. Yeah, because over yeah. a customer's lifetime, they're Absolutely, spending yeah. less on paint. What's, like, yes. the generational value like, even yeah, yeah, of yeah. this? Like, what's the 50-year <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. like I I've probably only gone through paints a couple times. Most of the time they dry out. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. usually you don't use a full pot of paint ever. Like the only time I ever did was when I was painting Imperial Knights and even that was like I bought two purples, you know. Yeah. And I painted fucking 20 knights or something in the For Titan. Sure. So yeah, typically they do dry out, which is unfortunate. They, but. Yeah. It's all, it's too bad. Yeah. But you can, there are ways to actually move all that paint in those pots when you get them into <laughs> dropper bottles. Sure, if you really feel I, My roommate did it and it's yeah. like Nathan it did it. Awesome. Sure. I think Nathan said he did yeah, it or he was doing know. it or something. It's so. a time investment, but like it's probably worth it. I mean, for a person like I use airbrush a lot of the time and like sucks using GW paints for airbrushing. Like, just, like just pulling the paint out yeah, of it like, and how much you the, lose on pouring. And that <laughs> part. Like, yeah. 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 That's Absolutely. Just a dropper bottle is just a lot easier, especially for mixing paints on a wet oh, palette. Yeah. And stuff I was like just going to say, like, imagine just yeah. putting a drop on a wet palette and having it sit there forever instead yeah. of having to load it onto your brush yeah. and yeah. then put it on your wet palette. Because is that equal to two drops of paint from a dropper bottle? Who knows, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Who knows, really who knows how much you actually lose, like, in your <laughs> transfer? And, yeah. 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 Anyways, yeah, if you buy GW, you're not going to be let down. No, they're great. 
if you buy army painter they're going to be great yeah. they're going to be a little more cost effective you can buy some color matching paint it's nice vallejo apparently has some great metallics oh, and some great so like cool. crazy colors like i'll find a picture and i'll send it to you mark it's sure. so amazing. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the products that you use. You know, you you have your spray paint to base models. You can use an airbrush as well. You got brushes and you got paint. That's what you need to paint. Yep. Um, we're going to go into some techniques that are basically everyday painting techniques that if you paint a model, you're most likely going to use. Technique number one, don't. Don't. <laughs> don't do don't it. Don't paint. Uh, the first thing Pay is... Pay someone to paint for you. <laughs> that's right. Find a friend who has an airbrush... And get them to airbrush yeah. your army for you. Yes, sir. And then Speaking from experience, and then just get them to paint all the power weapons on your. Just slowly. Oh, while you yeah. have that yeah. model, why don't you just like pop all the purity seals for me? Yeah, yeah. right. Like yeah. Oh, there you go. Why don't you use your alcohol or your oil wash for me instead of me doing it? Ian? Pay up. That's my. <laughs> I had <up>. that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah. So the first kind of technique that. I started implementing to like up my painting game was definitely like getting a wet palette. Um, they have them available online. It's like 15 to 20 bucks for like a, a shitty, but really works fine. Wet palette. Yeah. And like, I, I don't even use those. Like I literally, Oh, you made one, didn't you? Yeah, I made one and I, st- I, I might buy one at some point, but so tell us what a wet palette does. So, um, more or less like it, it's a couple of layers. Usually there's a foam sponge or a paper towel that's wet um on the bottom and then some kind of semi permeable permeable yeah like parchment paper or some kind yeah material like that specifically designed for this right that allows some of the water to flow through the parchment paper or the material into your paint so you can put your paint onto a palette and it keeps it moist for a long time like you know i'm sure if any of you guys at home are like painting for more than a couple hours with a regular plastic palette, you take paint out, you paint like your marine for 20 minutes, and then you go back and your paint is all tacky. Yeah. Or like it's already hardened over. If you're using a wet palette, that won't happen. Like I can paint all night on a wet palette. The color won't dry out as long as I'm going until I like run out of paint. Mm-hmm. But I can even put like a lid on it and come back the next day and kind of like reincorporate the paint a little bit yeah. and keep going. I yeah. don't think it like I don't think my normally last beyond like a one day thing, but right. even just like one day, yeah. like if you had colors mixed and you had to get up or something, you just put a lid on it and yeah, then you yeah, come absolutely. back and it's like, yeah. oh, like a wet paint what was is my ratio? amazing. Yeah. yeah. So and the reason why you put it on a wet palette, too, is just so you can then control easier how much you put on your brush. You can then put yes. it back, like yeah. You're, you're not just, just globbing straight out of the paint pot like with a your fucking brush. savage, yeah, or attack. I guess even <laughs> moving moving down, if if we're targeting beginners, like a palette in general. Oh sure, yeah, is better, better than pulling than out pulling of a it pot. out of a pot. I see this. Yeah. What's your opinion on uh, shit that Mark does when he paints? What's your opinion on eating the paint? I eat the paint. That's fine. The good yeah. man. When I was asking good Ian about man. wet blending, yeah. he's like, how do you feel about putting your paintbrush in your mouth? And yeah. I was like, I asked you a question about wet blending, not <laughs> sex positions. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> we'll get there when we do wet blending, right? Right. Yeah. yeah I'll talk about that. But. Yeah. So a palette, a wet palette's even better, but a palette is good. And they're cheap. Sure. I totally think yeah. that is a very they're, worthwhile investment yeah. for painters. Like like everything we're going to talk about, you can YouTube videos on how to do it. We'll get into that later where some good resources are, but you can video or YouTube like how to make a wet palette yourself for like five bucks. It's like a Tupperware container. Bro, I'll tell you right now, 
You take a Tupperware. I guess it's not really. You a go to Amazon. Thing. No, you take you, you take if oh. you if you buy one of those GW basing kits. Yeah. It's like a really shallow, probably like you know, I don't know, half an inch. Using visuals, look at your hands move. Okay, half an inch <laughs> height Tupperware, really shallow, and then you empty it out, and huh. then you put a paper towel in the bottom, put a square piece of parchment paper over top and of that. Where does my dick go? Yeah, yeah. And then you Our dick. masturbate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, into the wet palette. <laughs> That's what moisturizes the parchment paper. <laughs> so creamy. <laughs> so creamy. Creamy wet lens. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you just squirt some water in, and then it keeps your paint good uh, to go. It's so good. Like, yeah. do you my, use a palette? I absolutely do. Oh, nice. It's changed so much. Like, yeah. I absolutely hated painting before a wet palette. Yeah. Now I just mildly dislike painting. Mm. Big difference. But yeah. like, I, <laughs> I used to never be able to spend longer than like half an hour painting. I just I hated it so much. Oh, it, it's honestly annoying going back to your paint it, pot. Yeah. Over and but over now, again. like. Hmm. Even just recently, I sat down for like four hours in one stretch, and I didn't even think about it. <laughs> and it's honestly the only difference is the wet palette between what I was doing, so. and that your entire army was basically that's right. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> so you got so you got your wet palette. You got all your brushes in front of you. The very first thing you want to do is called priming a model, and uh, you either use a can of spray paint or an airbrush, and you spray your entire model everywhere. Um, the color that you spray it will depend on what you're painting. I'll talk more about that later. But basically what priming does is it allows um, the paint that you're going to be putting on the plastic to stick to the paint. Because if you try to just put it right onto the plastic, it's going to smudge and yeah, it smear and it, well. it won't take. Yeah. So this is 100% essential. Whether you use a can of spray paint or an airbrush, this step is 100%. Or, or whatever brand you decide to use. Just doesn't matter. Always cover your model. Yeah, I, I've seen people that don't do it. It's just like, come on. like Yeah, uh, just prime it. And just, don't use just brush pri- primer because you'll be really sad. Yeah, just no. It, rattle you, can. Use a rattle can or an airbrush. Like It's not negotiable, this one. Now, is there like a specific color? color because i know every time i base it's almost always black regardless of what i'm painting the model yeah it's almost always black unless i'm doing like necron and i'm literally priming on metal metal yeah yeah Yeah, in that case i'll just use the metal but like even for my gray knights like there was no gray knight steel that i could prime with so i primed with black but would it have been a problem if i primed with bright yellow or dark red (laughs) or even gold shiny right like what's the line there it really depends on what you're painting it afterwards yeah i'd say like if you're gonna do i don't know let's what's an example like eldar or some kind of bright colored thing like maybe your final color is a bone or like you know yellow or something probably want to prime it either gray or white yeah because uh, the finish is just going to be a lot easier to achieve than over black like you'll you'll need 10 layers of yellow over black to so, like get so it even to, yeah. though so that it. you're completely covering this primer and like no part of it might even ever show on the model you still need to be conscientious of what color you're picking yeah just for ease of yeah. what you paint later yeah. i'd so, say like you, you still yeah. need to understand like the color like how it's going to affect the yeah. finished product in your model yeah before you just go by random color. i prime a lot of stuff black because i just kind of prefer it in terms of i don't know i've always done it yeah. but i also will that do also like just seems to be my natural to go yeah to i don't black know too. i i don't think i prime anything black anymore no. ever oh really you do gray no, I do whatever color the model is. You just go be. like the negative oh, well, space thing. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Where like you do like one color and then you just pick out the small details and that color is like you don't build your layers. You just. I'll still 
build layers, but I'll start if I'm painting yellow, I'm gonna spray paint it yellow, then build to the yellow I want to get to. Yeah. yeah. Um it's yeah. and that's like that's totally yeah. a way faster way than applying even another layer yeah. underneath the yellow that you're talking it, about. Exactly. So it, yeah. very, also yellow on black is allegedly one of the worst things. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Very Apparently hard. it's worse than white. I don't know if that's is that true? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yellow that's so crazy. It, it has for some reason the pigment's just thinner. It's just it's weird how it And like works. not all paints yeah. are created the same, right? Like yeah. true. some are way more transparent than others for like no r- real reason that I can <laughs> just the thrill of the game. Yeah. Uh, just throwing yeah. you a loop, a little yeah. curveball. There's lots of stuff you can do with that. Like I prime my stuff black and then most of the time I'll spray it like gray from an angle at the top or like white mm. from the top so you get like a natural a weird shadow effect gradient or a light effect on it and then yeah. you can like build off of that too. Yeah. But yeah, always prime. Always prime. Always is the prime. That's the lesson. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is the lesson. Just prime it. <laughs> um, the next thing you do is it's called base coating, and what this is is you just apply an even coat. Let's we we'll just take space marines for example. So you spray paint them black, and you're doing ultramarines. So now you want to do a base coat of blue on all the power armor. So you just cover all. You block in all the power armor blue. That's your next step. Um, Thin your paints. Yeah. You know, a couple, couple coats couple is usually thin good. Layers. Duncan thin, always two says thin two thin coats. Yeah. Two thin coats, not paints. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but it seriously makes such a difference. Yeah. Like it is kind of tedious to paint something uh, with thinner layers because it's going to take longer. But yeah. like it genuinely gives you a lot better of a finish in the yeah. end. Yeah. I know um, – like when I was painting like Necron Destroyers, they have that really flat, smooth body surface on the end. Yeah. And uh, if I was to show you two models, it's very obvious which ones I took the time and I thinned down and I did like three coats yeah. as opposed to one where I just like, flat all right, spread the paint. really share it or yeah. uh, show that. Another thing is something I noticed, and I, like you can tell me if this is weird or just me or whatever, but when I it's did weird. like, <laughs> well, thank you. When I did the thin coat method, um, like the first two coats I put on, they don't cover the model. No, like you're it's very you're almost applying just like a, a glaze effect. Almost yeah. it just it, like it's very obviously still the base color, yeah. but you're just slowly building up that smooth, yeah. smooth layer. Yeah. So even if like if it looks like your model isn't like completely covered in that paint and it's kind of like weird, like that. That's to good. me, that tells you that, yeah, like you've thinned it properly to where you're really just trying to build up that layer. Yeah, like when you're base coating, you can't really thin it too much. You're not going to fuck anything up by having it too thin, but yeah. you will if it's too thick. So yeah. like err on yeah. the side of thinning your paints and just do a couple <laughs> of small layers. Like it's it's just worth it in the but end, yeah. especially you for if you're washing smooth, over top of it. And you get such a smooth look when you yeah. thin those. Yeah. yeah. So that that's the first step. You You put a base color of all the colors you want down. You know, you pick out your reds, you pick out your blues for your ultramarines, you know, you just do all that. Um, Then um, another technique that you would do probably next is it's called dry brushing. And basically dry brushing is you grab like a piece of paper towel and you grab your dry brush or a makeup brush apparently is really good. I'm telling you. Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. And you put some paint on your brush and then you wipe it all off on the paper towel until you have like just, you know, no paint really left on your brush um and then you can test it out on your hand if you wipe it on your hand and a bunch of paint streaks appear on your hand keep wiping it on the paper towel till like barely any paint comes off so 
now that you have your brush kind of in this state, you can brush over your model. And what this does is anytime there's an edge, the, the paintbrush will then get in contact with that edge and then the paint will come off only on the edges. Um, yeah, it intentionally kind of highlights exactly. for you the uh, the details that are protruding and it'll leave your base coat in like the, the valleys. Exactly, yeah. So, you know, you... And this this dry brush, you usually want it to be a brighter color than your base coat, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. But well, it kind of does. It, it, well, it, it would just on, it would like, create a weird effect. It would create a very weird effect. It was the if low light on the edges. Yeah, but, it would. Yeah. But you know, I'm sure you could come up with some type of situation where you don't. But 99 percent for sure. Yeah. If I had one suggestion for dry brushing, take off like if you're. If you're like trying to take off paint, take off paint, and you're wondering like that's probably enough. You should probably take off a little more paint. Oh yeah, like, like better, less, and more. Especially in this, like I fucked up a lot of models just yeah, by going way like you if think your brush you is go not good dry. Yeah. yeah, then it will be it's very crazy. Streaky. Like very it, streaky. it should look like there's no paint on your brush yeah, effectively. Yeah. yeah, and I I found using your hand is a good technique. If you dry brush on your hand, you can like do the knuckles of your fingers or whatever, and those ridges will pick up and let you know if you've taken enough off or whatever. Another yeah. good thing is like I paint with like a latex glove because I'm like doing a lot of airbrushing. I bought some like black latex gloves so i don't get my hands all oh like you see barbers use sure and it's really easy to see a dry brush on uh on black on black latex sure. gloves yeah, yeah. if you're just like because it'll just yeah. pick up on that yeah and and the less you put on the better because you can just keep brushing the same exactly. spot 15 but you, times but if you pull color. if you put too much on yeah. you have to rebase your entire thing before you can go back because yeah. it's so easy to add but it's really bitch to like take off yeah. that stuff Another thing about dry brushing that a lot of people kind of get frustrated with as a beginner is this chalky finish. And that's another thing from uh, that I noticed stopped happening as much when I bought makeup brushes instead of the hmm. traditional dry, uh, dry brushes. Okay. For whatever reason, I just they just seem to not appear as dusty and chalky looking hmm. afterwards. And yeah, also, yeah. If, hmm. if you're getting frustrated with a chalky finish, I would say never make dry brushing your last layer always finish a dry brush with a wash and it'll take away some of that dust oh yeah, okay. exactly yeah so that's even a way to darken if you've potentially added a little too much yeah. on something like that yeah. yeah and you can also like just do a layer of lamian medium which is the gw kind of it's wash like a, isn't it pigment a medium well, it's a thinner it's a medium it's interesting you could just like do a layer of that and that'll also like take away some of the chalkiness yeah hmm. Dry brushing is really good for metals and stuff. Guns. Yeah, yeah. any type of like texture, anything textured. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Exactly for sure. Like you can't dry. Do you, do you dry brush flesh or cloth? If it has ridges on it, cloth. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. Depends you, what it is, really. I mean, yeah. like Tyranids uh, did a fucking lot of dry brushing on their. Oh, flesh. on like the care. Oh, on the flesh. Totally. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anytime there's ridges, like you, you can't, you cannot dry brush uh, a Land Raider side panel door. Like there's no, it's just flat. There's nothing there for the paint, for the dry brush to catch, to catch. So anything that has ridges, you can utilize to dry brush. Stipple it. The fuck is that? I didn't even write that down in the notes. <laughs> Stippling is like dry brushing, but you're stabbing it. Ah, of course. Yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Stab up. the model. Yeah. <laughs> so after you have your dry brush, um, like your model starts to look pretty good, but then you want to add a wash and, uh, yeah, what a wash is. It's a really watery paint. 
that when you apply it to the model, it it's super watery, so it will run it into any any cracks, any crevices, and darken it up. So for this one, creates a very realistic shadow. Yeah, so you want to do a darker paint occlusion. Yeah. Ooh, is that the technical term, Mister Fancy Wordman? Yep. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. That yeah. So you know, if we're going back to our ultramarine example, you you know you have a medium. A medium blue, you have a light blue that you just dry brush with, and now you have a dark blue wash. So now you just wash the whole model. And yeah, it just goes into the cracks, and it gives it depth. It defines it a little more. Yeah, washes are such a versatile kind of like tool. Yeah. I just remember like when I started painting, like we didn't have all these fancy different fucking things. Like you had to make your own washes. And then every time you made one, it was completely different than the last right, one. Right. Because GW it. didn't used to make washes. They just used to make inks. And inks are a little different, right? Yeah. They're a lot more pigmented. Like if you use an ink to try and wash something, all of a sudden it's. You, it's a good time. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> especially when you're following their three work. steps to Golden Demon Standard and you're like. <laughs> yeah, exactly checks out checks out yeah um but yeah wash is a really simple like um you can make your own wash like if you have a color that you want specifically you can do like you know a 25 percent uh paint and then a 75 percent just add water or a medium to it um, i would say like water works fine yeah the only difference that i notice between using a medium and water to thin your paints down for a wash is that uh if you let your paint if you let your wash kind of sit unattended in a like on a flat area or something like it pools in a weird place hmm. uh if you've thinned it with water it will leave more of like a weird coffee stained ah. effect than if you would thin it with medium okay like interesting it, wasn't wouldn't min- medium thicken it a little bit i thought medium was thick the lamium i think you're thinking of uh well fuck what is it called lamium like medium the, the, the mat it's thicker than water. Like it's more viscous in some ways, but not really. Huh. But like So even when you mix the wash with the Games Workshop medium, it will still run. I always thin it with oh, Lamy and okay. medium because I think that's the medium that they use to thin it to a wash. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Like in the first place. Yeah. Okay. I have some Lamy medium. I've literally just never cracked it open. I was saving it for I, my swords. I personally yeah. almost never wash straight out of the pot. I almost always like fifty fifty it with Lamy and medium just because I find it's like easier to kind of control that way hmm. well uh, yeah it's one of those things like you can always add more but yes it's really hard to take away yeah. right so and obviously your level of like what you're desiring is very different than what me or even mark or <laughs> definitely beginners are yeah, yeah. Right? wash straight out of the pot kids it's fine yeah, yeah. it's fine <laughs> and then and then maybe at some point you'll notice like hey like this is actually a little too dark and you just start experimenting yeah, and, yeah. right yeah. but to start just out of the pot no problem yeah yeah so yeah, you do that, and bingo, bango, you're now done like a tabletop model, like it, pretty much, yeah. Like, but base it very ba- <laughs> tabletop, tabletop quality. You know, did you say base it or basic? Base it with basic. Ah, material. yes, yes. Yeah. We'll we'll get to that. The model itself um, is done. The model yes. itself is done. There, there are extra uh, techniques we'll get into right now. Um, but like at this point, like I'd be happy to play against a a model that was dry brushed and washed. You know, like. It's, it's not going to be the best, but it's going to do the trick. Um, but if you want to get a little fancier, so you've done those those steps, and now you would do what's called like an edge highlight if you really aren't getting to like the next level. So an edge highlight is basically where you go along the edge of any... It's like a dry brush, but you're doing it intentional. It's intentional, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so you, you get a nice brush, and you basically just go along the edges of 
you know, any anything that would catch light, essentially. So a good example is like on Primaris Marines, they have like the knee pad and they have that rim on the top of their knee pad. That's a perfect spot to add just like a nice bright edge highlight. Um, lots yeah. of people, when they're doing this, they actually end up using the point of their brush and they try to use the point to... Bad. Bad. Not good. That's not what you want to do. You actually want to use the side of your brush and that way you don't get that stabby... Um, you just fuck it up less. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's so you, much easier to get just the corner. Yeah. If you're if you're running the the brush like perpendicular, exactly to and, the actual angle itself. Yeah. And so, to build on that, like rotate your model so that you're like hitting it at a comfortable position, so that you're running your brush along it at such a an angle that it's yeah. like not awkward for you. Like you don't want to like hold your brush upside <laughs> down so that you can hit and, it. And are like, the feet involved? Right, like just <laughs> what do you, what do I do with my feet? You can clap them. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, is that they, the weird version of clapping your cheeks? Like <laughs> clap those feet. I'll clap. Nope, those feet. Nope. no. Edge highlighting. It's like anything. You could take it to the next level, and then you know you do bright blue and then you do a an, another brighter yeah, blue yeah and, and you, you, you go a little heavier exactly or, and you, you know yes yeah, so you, you can really build light even on edge highlighting yeah exactly and but that's so much more tedious yeah. and then the looks other good, though it oh, looks yeah. amazing oh, yeah, yeah but how sure. many more hours does that add instead of the quick dry brush right? exponentially more. Yeah. <laughs> it's and crazy there's kind of two ways to uh edge highlight as well there's you can literally edge highlight every piece of edge and that's um, kind of what Games Workshop box art looks a lot like. Yes, that. exactly. You can definitely tell <laughs> yeah. they highlight every edge. Or you could do, you look at the model from the top down, or even if you're really fancy, you get like a, a flashlight and you point the flashlight down mm. onto the yeah, model. where you want the light to hit. And then you paint anything that that light hits. You edge that. And basically, yeah, it's supposed to look like light is shooting down it's supposed to be picking up light or if you're which doing is very cool i yeah, think that's yeah. a very it gets a very cool look to it but yeah like that's not something i'm comfortable with doing right it, like, it's a little more work for sure yeah. but like even without the flashlight like you can literally just look at the model and the you top can, of surfaces exactly right? you can look at the top and you can be like oh yeah i can see all that like brain fog insomnia moodiness weight gain maybe you think they're just part of getting older but many health understands that for women over 40 they can all connect to menopause it's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience not just hot flashes Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, I know some people have done like the flashlight. I, I forget exactly how or what they use, but it was kind of cool because then when they painted it, yeah, it just it was a good way to keep track of whatever. Fuck I mean, it. for me, that's like what that Zenithil priming achieves. Like yeah. when I prime something from the top down with white after I've primed it with black, I see what the flashlight effect is doing 
yeah. in paint and then I can a just physical, like, I can yeah, visualize yeah. where those shadows are supposed to be. And yeah. if I'm painting something for like a display quality, this doesn't really apply to beginners. I'll prime it like that and then take a picture of it, put it oh. up on my monitor and then I see where the shadows are from That's multiple cool. angles and I can reference my model and just like, okay, I yeah, know yeah. that there's supposed to be volume there or whatever. Yeah, but there's levels to everything like that yeah. I've never even considered. Taking pictures? You know, That's you don't, very cool. don't, you don't have to do that. But <laughs> no, that is, we can. Um, but yeah, so the, the effect of the edge is to just make it look like the edge is catching stuff or the light is catching the edges. So, yeah. uh, the next technique is called layering. Um, so a good example of layering is like anytime you see power weapons where it's like changing from blue, well, I'm just going to stop up to white. Yeah. yeah green we'll go with green. go with orc flesh orc flesh sure yeah, yeah. oh yeah it's orc uh, flesh in the valleys is very dark yeah and it'll brighten all the way up like on the bulged tips of the muscles or bones or whatever yeah exactly yeah. um and the way you do this is you really water down your paint and you just start kind of putting layer after, after yeah. layer not as thin yeah. as a wash no but you're thinning it down more than you would like a base paint and you're just slowly building up you know it makes me think of it makes me think of topographical maps yeah, kind where of. how like color is built on elevation yeah. it's the exact same way in this mm-hmm. like there's less color in the valley and then as you peek up to whatever part you're working yeah. on in the model you apply more and more and more of your yeah, layer when you're layering you're so always it gets, it gets leaving. thicker at the top yeah you're always leaving a tiny bit of the color before underneath your layer and then you're moving closer and closer to with the middle your brighter color to the part that is going to be hitting the light the most yeah. yeah right yeah so this is very time consuming because you got to then wait for every fucking layer to dry and stuff but the effect is going to be awesome it's very cool like, yeah those yeah. well done are yeah very good yeah yeah um i really don't do a lot of layering no. not not anything too crazy like, yeah, I don't like, really think you have to if you're just doing tabletop stuff. Like, no. uh, I mean, you could make something look a little bit better than tabletop if you're going to do like a base coat, yeah, a wash. You reapply your base coat as a layer and avoid like where the wash settles. So yeah, that re-estab- weird, those weird lines or whatever. Yeah, so you're yeah. reestablishing your base color and then like you could apply one step above that as a layer and then edge highlight and it probably looks better than most people's models like with you yeah. know one mm-hmm. step kind of folded in to the hmm. the GW process yeah it'll look awesome yeah um anything else about layering no there's a uh, glazing which is kind of taking it a step further You're- yeah i've never worked with a glazer like you mentioned the ink i've never done either of those before that's like basically you're taking a wash yeah. Uh, like that kind of consistency may be thinner and you can use it like you there's like none on your brush and you just kind of can use it for blending or color transitions or, mm. or shifting the tone of something uh, yeah it's it's basically like just you would apply it between your layers to like create a blend okay. or something right yeah yeah okay yeah um, or like change the color yeah, I'm gonna try something. layering for the first time with my power weapons on my great yeah. knights yeah and then also i'll try wet blending for the first time on the because there's like a couple flames on a couple models and yeah. i'll actually try and build up like yellow to orange to black yeah. on that yeah maybe like a hit of blue like a, a dot of blue right in the center or something yeah. To, but yeah i'm kind of curious to see how that goes for me i've yeah. never done wet blending either but that is basically you just take two types of watery paint and 
you put them both down side by side and, and then you kind of brush in a very specific direction to draw one paint into the other yeah because i i think in the way i'm thinking like i never want to brush down you always start at the base and you brush those colors up right? depends yeah you just want to blend them together in whatever way you do that but <laughs> yeah wet bl- i don't do a lot of wet blending no yeah, you're like you're not wet blending entire armies, you know, like right. No, no. that's like it's a very yeah. A lot of these like advanced techniques we're talking about are like you know I really want to paint my chapter master exactly, yeah. and yes. I want to make him look just different from the rest of my my power armor. I, I want to show that I put in hours. Something. Yeah, right, exactly. Model. Where typically, yeah, you can just base coat, dry brush, and wash if you're just trying to get more. Your rank out. and file. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, so up next, we got the airbrush. Um, yeah, airbrushing is like. I mean, it's a tool, right? Some people are kind of weird about airbrushing. Some people are like very, oh, you're cheating if you're using an airbrush. It's kind of like a taboo thing, which yeah, I don't really I don't get. Know. To me, it's just another it's people tool. People like Christian who are out there and they just have to be mad at everything. <laughs> you know? yeah, it's the just... real scum of the earth, you know? <laughs> oh my God. For me, it's just like, uh, it's awesome for base coating. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool to kind of like, skip that layering like you can just load another lighter color into your airbrush and just like blast it from a, an upper angle and you've kind of achieved layering uh by just getting some yeah. like natural highlights in there i think it all just goes to like what do you want your models to look like because there are yeah, oh, some yeah, that's looks very dependent th- there are some looks that airbrush will give you that cannot be achieved with your standard brush and there are some looks that like brushing will give you that you just can't do if all you had was an airbrush. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, yeah, what, like, what, good, good luck layering a, uh, a tank, huge flat panel, you know? Like, it's gonna be fucking brutal. But with an airbrush, you just fucking hit Absolutely, it up. Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. Good luck painting, like, eye details <laughs> with an airbrush. <laughs> yeah. Please tell me you don't yeah. actually do that. Is that a thing? Can you? Because it seems like an impossibility in my mind. If you're doing, like, uh, glowing lenses or something, maybe. Sure. But, but like, an actual eye? You can't do Probably that. wouldn't want to. Okay. No. You can do anything. There's people who can do anything. You can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. But they're different. They're different tools. I think that's the right way to put it. Yeah. yeah. And you can do most of them with either of these mediums, be that brushing or airbrushing. But yeah. Yeah. If there is one technique that was like your go to with an airbrush, what would it be? Uh, it's probably like just creating. It's that shadow hitting it from the top, isn't it? Yeah, it's creating transitions before I go in and detail everything. Like if I'm doing a commission uh, for like, like even if it was just like a Space Marine Army or something, I would base coat it. I would go in with a lighter color and airbrush that from the top and then maybe like one more like even lighter tone from like the very, very top angle. And then I would go in and like do all my edge highlighting and, and shadow everything or whatever, right? Like I'm just going in and creating some extra transitions so it looks a little bit more interesting than just like the flat base coat. Yeah. <laughs> and it does create a very noticeable yeah. effect. Oh, yeah. This is very cool. It's the first time I've seen it in person, I think. On the... Yeah, on the Le Libre Malleus chapter that you yeah. did. Yeah. Very fucking good. Um, up next we got... Wait, do you have anything else about airbrushing? No, it's cool. Don't be a weirdo. Just airbrush if you want to. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Makes sense. Don't take the flack. You're not a cheater. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Uh, up next, we got weathering. Uh, this can be very complicated where you're like fucking taking... Uh, what's the one texture paint GW does? It's like... Typhus corrosion. Typhus corrosion. You're putting down like actual chunks and like making things look. So there's grimy so much. Like there's even like blood effects that you can add through all this. And That's yeah. not weathering. 
Sure. Why sure. not? Sure it is. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you can go crazy and you can like really like do crazy rust effects and like hardcore stuff. But GW uh, actually made it pretty easy to do a lot of that weathering stuff with their technical paints. Yeah. Yeah. And it definitely is. Yeah. You smother that typhus weathering corrosion. Weathering definitely then, used to be kind of a question mark in my brain yeah you have to use to get like compounds and stuff there's like, lots of pigments and stuff like dry crazy. compounds yeah yeah um but if you're just once again we're, we're kind of getting to like that tabletop level um if you're trying to weather uh you can grab like a sponge the best place like think like your carrying case how they have that foam on the inside even like the bubbles are very small yeah even up the soundproofing in here would probably be like yeah. a thing you know the pluck foam that you get in your battle case though yeah. is like great because you can literally just pluck like take one of those sections and then it's big enough to fit in your hand and blot yeah so what what did you call that stabbing dry brush technique stipple stippling stippling yeah so that's yeah. pretty much what you're doing so you're yeah. you're taking your foam you're getting paint on it then you're getting 99 percent of that paint off and then you just start stippling places on the power armor or Whatever, whatever you're, you're trying to weather looks yeah. really good on like rhino treads or something yeah right? yeah like you could carry it over from the treads onto the bottom of the chassis a little bit yeah and make it look like it's been running through the mud or something yeah exactly you just start stippling away different things so like yeah you could do a you have like you just you have, have like an like, entire like, chapter of rusty boys right yeah, like yeah. do their entire army they, they look like they're corroding and yeah yeah, yeah. so really it, easy it, yeah it's very easy and it's gonna look good kind of just for tabletop is going to take it to that next level without actually requiring any skill yeah it's the it, big thing like you could do like a really cool reverse edge highlight by literally stippling like a brown on the edges of models and then taking like a metal afterwards and then like stippling a little bit of like a, a metal on top of that edge and it just looks like the 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 paint would be flicking off of, yeah. Sure, yeah, of that yeah. area so it's like you're making the edges darker kind of because that's what would be banging into walls and all of that stuff yeah 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 and then you could hit it up with a, uh, a little bit of the rust or whatever that they yeah. have like riser rust or you yeah. know you could you can go really deep in weathering some people go real fucking deep you know they they find places where like water would be dripping and they do like water drips on it. Like you can go really crazy, but throw it in the garbage can and take it out three days. Later. <laughs> you could go you're gonna be crazy. Like, smells like bananas, coffee, <laughs> yeah, and eggs. Rot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like this sponge effect, like it, it would be useful for most armies and it's super easy to do. Anytime there's any type of metal is where you'd yeah. do this. Like you're, a, you're I've not, seen a couple cool like rusted Necron. Yeah. Like you're not doing this to somebody's face. You're not weathering yourself, but you could, I guess with like, a brown like with a dirt if you wanted to yeah. like do like a, a red and as well make it look like it's burned or off or something or yeah like yeah like was exposed creativity or, is a it's important i guess yeah, yeah. we can't teach that unfortunately no no um and yes, then we can. The, the final thing before your model's done uh is basing um so there's a bunch of different ways <laughs> another to do thing it. that you could literally get lost spend in so much time doing yeah is, yeah basing the the common thing I see is, and it's really good, is the GW texture paint where they have different effects. Um, so it's basically you glob on a whole bunch onto your base, and then when it dries, it creates a different effect. So some of them clump, some of them create like gravel-looking things. like Some of them crack. Some of them, yeah, exactly. So Some of them look like ice. Yep. Yeah, 
Like yeah. that's so crazy. Like yeah. they have like that even that translucent effect when they're done, so you can see whatever what was on the bottom. Yeah, and yeah. that's a pretty new development. Like those texture basing yeah. came out yeah. like within the last two years. But you know, like taking some fine salt rock or whatever, you yeah, know, like it's like gravel or sand, like and just dip your base in PVA glue and put yeah. some sand on it and let for let it dry and yeah, exactly. It, like some people will buy just a shit ton of flock which is um it's it's supposed to look like grass um and they just put their entire base with this grass like there's a number of different ways to do it um i would say like if you're not going to use the gw texture paint i would base your model before you prime it base yeah 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 cuz then it's like you know the rock or the sand or whatever cork you've glued on your base that you're going to have yeah. to paint anyway you're going to have to paint it yeah. so if you didn't do that after your model's done you might <laughs> you might yeah, be yeah. kind of fucked so yeah yeah think of your base before if you're not going to use the texture paint if you're going to use the texture paint you could paint your whole model and then just slap yeah. that on the base afterwards and it'll still look cool yeah i typically do my bases and my models 100 percent separate from each other and then just glue the model on top of the base oh fair enough yeah there's yeah. that technique too but uh, lots of like cool resin bases you can buy yeah. out there even gw makes like the pre-sculpted bases from the shattered dominion or the yeah yeah exactly so like, and then you just paint it like how you normally paint something but uh, yeah. yeah you apply the, like a base you apply a wash yeah. Yeah. yeah but like the texture paint like if you're just trying to get stuff on the on the table the texture paint's amazing yeah, it's very cool clump it on yeah. the, and the you one, can really sculpt some of that stuff yeah too. yeah if you really mm-hmm. want to yeah, you totally. can mix different texture paints together and come up with something crazy if you wanted and most of them um, like you can dry brush over top you can the, wash no 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 over you, top or something this is not an option this is you do. Yeah. I fucking hate it when people just yeah, slap really the texture paint it. on and they're like, well, no, I base it. It's like, no, no, you still got to give that bitch yeah. a wash and a dry brush. Otherwise, that base is not done. No, you're not You're not creating the full depth that yeah. you can. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. you treat the base just as like another part of the model. Yeah, you still when to I give be it painted depth and you still and, highlight it. When I started in the hobby, though, like, I was super guilty of not basing anything. Like, and it looks yeah. so bad. Like, it looks so fucking bad without <laughs> basing your models. Yeah. Base your models. It's such a difference. One one thing uh, that I, I almost wish I'd seen more of was clear bases. I know some companies oh, yeah. are starting to sell them, yeah. and then you don't have to worry about it. And if you're playing a lot of games, then your your models will always match the board. It's fucking sweet. I have a buddy who did his whole Sisters of Battle army like that, and he had a whole bunch of the jump infantry just on like the clear flying bases or whatever. So yeah, yeah, looks it cool. Look, yeah, it looks really cool. I like clear bases. Too. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's it's one of those other things that has this weird stigma to it for some reason. It's just we're all used to seeing based models, but realistically, we should. Everything should be on a clear base unless you want to do something special with it. Yeah. The standard should be a clear base that GW the, gives you. I, this is a very I only have one. Opinion. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. But like, fuck, that's what it should be. It should be a clear base. I only have one gripe against a clear base is what? that when you're staring at the model alone, like it's not on tabletop. It's not with anyone else in the army. It looks unfinished. Now, it, does I it, would love to. I like. I love to see but where he's standing. Is that just what society is told that, Maybe no. Honestly, maybe. exactly. Yeah. I, I think that's honestly what it I is. I think it's unfinished. Personally, like, like I, I see it, and I'm like, why is he floating on the air? You know, when he's when I'm holding him in my hand, like that doesn't make much sense. Like he should be standing. But on why something. is a 50 foot tall redhead also holding this space marine model? You know, like none of it makes any sense. Well, it's a game, he, Mark. That. Well, exactly. So then it doesn't really matter if he's floating in the air or not. It's all to, just you're fun. To, well, the, you've the created <laughs> you've created like an entire model and yeah. he has like a narrative. Yeah, okay. So here right, here's so. my thing. So you don't like the idea of basing tanks. Yeah. But so, part of that is also just gameplay. The clear No, no, the, but well, yes, yes. But if Games yeah. Workshop said 
like there are tons of vehicles that have bases that you're actually supposed mm-hmm. to use. So it's a very arbitrary thing. You're supposed to just it, it, like imagine the clear base isn't there. Yeah, yeah, that's well when it's when I'm playing the game, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think that should be standard, like obviously a clear base but, looks less cool when you're just like yeah. looking at a model. But I, I also sure. love to see like what people like. How do they envision their actual army and how do Ooh, they yes. interact that with the base? Like, like just right. imagine, it's, it's Collins, like anything, imagine you, Colin's army if he didn't base. Like Colin's bases are amazing. Like I really like that yeah, ice, that's rock, actually true. and snow. I think that, that he basing, does. Like that model would look so much shittier without the base. Gives you an opportunity to sure. like build your lore. Like yeah, my, yeah. the tower army I'm building, like it shares the, the only reason that yeah. I, I made the lore was so that it can have cool shit on the bases. Otherwise, <laughs> it would be like whatever. No, and yeah. I think that's like a, a good aspect of how do you share? Like my bases from my great is supposed to look like an asteroid. Yep, that's and there's a reason for it, yeah. right? They're like there's a like you should you should question why you did your base like this. Like yeah. in the exact same way of why did you paint all your heavy weapons this specific color? Yeah, I would also say why is there like a skull on every single one of your guys' bases. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. And I think it's just another way for someone to tell stories. No, I, I so like n- on the tabletop, I'm ho- totally with you. <laughs> Clear bases look so much better sure. than your lava bases when you're playing on a fat mat yeah. that's an ice world. Yes. That looks dumb. Yeah. Yeah. But when I look at an individual model, yeah. I like the base. Yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. I, I'm not arguing with you. Well, all. you were. No, no. Just arguing the point that why is this like floating in the air and then I brought you into the whole mix? Why why yeah. does any of it matter at that point, you know? Because you I, think, I think you use it to build your narrative. I think <laughs> no, you use I, it to share, I do the, that. Like, share the story yeah. of your army. No, I definitely I, I know I you do that. <laughs> I, I definitely one hundred percent agree. Yeah. Um but I also think that it's since lots of people don't base their miniatures, might anyway, as well just it should might yeah. as well just be on a clear. And then it's like any of these other steps that we've talked about. If I looked at look at a model, it's not weathered, no big deal. So then, right, you're saying a clear base could be like what they ship out, and then that should be to the go standard. the extra mile. You could then base you do it what otherwise. you need to do exactly. Yeah, you know, you and mean. I would have no problem with that, yeah. right? Like I just every, if if the standard was everyone did clear bases. Yeah. And then I had like six different armies in front of me and one of them was like based and it had like all that crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah. I would just be so much more impressed oh, yes, absolutely. with that one. Exactly. I mean, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with these ones with clear bases. No, just, no. It's just the the other level. How how far do you want to take it? Exactly. You know? if, you're that, not, if you're not going to base your models, buy clear bases. <laughs> this is more what I'm trying that's to do. That's consensus we've come to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now all of that that we've just talked about throw out the window because GW has come out with what's called contrast paint. <laughs> right. Yeah. Never mind. No. The last hour of us talking, <laughs> contrast paint exists. And and it's fucking awesome. Like I haven't used it myself really, but I've seen some really cool stuff yes. with it. I, I some it people, like you said with the airbrush, they're like, oh, that's cheating. It's just like, fuck you, you're an idiot. This is just another awesome tool you can use. Yeah, it's um, just like it's a great. different style of paints. Like, yeah. what other effects can you create with these different pigments and different yeah. vis- like the different thickness of paints? Like. Yeah, so that's if you if you want to actually do the painting aspect of it, you can incorporate it into these other steps. Or if you're just trying to get models out, contrast paint's the way to go. Basically, contrast paint is like this all-in-one solution where it's a base, it's a layer, it's an edge, all it's in a one. wash. It's a wash all in one. Yeah, it pools in dark places just like washes. It stays on flat places just like bases and layers. Yeah. And like it really disappears from like edges just like yeah so it like, gives you yeah, edges. It's really cool. Like, and yeah. it's just you Very slap cool it on stuff. once one time and you're you're 
you're done. Like, obviously, like anything, you can put more love into exactly, it. Exactly. You can yeah. go back and then paint over top of that contrast paint. You can then do edges yourself or whatever you want to do. Totally. But if you're just trying to pump models out, like if you got fucking, if you're looking down the barrel of 90 orc boys, contrast, yeah. contrast paint. paint is your friend. Contrast yeah. paint is your friend. And it's not cheating. It's so you don't go like, insane. Um, <laughs> it's for your own good. Yeah. <laughs> Same as any of these things. It's just a tool in your arsenal, right? Like, exactly. You, you can really, like, uh, I do commission painting to like a relatively moderate you're, no, you're level amazing. and yeah, like i still use contrast it. paint for like certain things right like it yeah. some some of them are like really they're like better washes yeah like you take them thin them down a whole bunch and it's like such a sick wash for like certain colors right yeah yeah the the one thing about contrast paint to note though is much like a wash you want to avoid flat flatness power armor on washes looks like if you're not careful i think it can and and that's the key word if if you're not careful so if you're careful and you're catching it's called pooling i think is the technical it's creating that weird line and if if you catch it and you catch it with your brush and you move it so it doesn't pool on flat panels it'll work um but you got to be diligent with it like power armor you can make it work if you're diligent, but really contrast is amazing for any type of like leather, oh, cloth, cloth, flesh. Like, like yeah, it's amazing on those. Yeah, like. exactly. And, and it'll look good on power if you take time. Sure, and they yeah. do have like uh, paints that you're recommended to kind of contrast over. They yeah. they brought out like the wraith bone, and the yeah, they released a bunch of new so, sprays. Yeah, when and they they they're supposed to be contrast paints. base paints that the contrast like is formulated to look better over. Yeah, so I've. I've talked to people about this before and I haven't really reached like a solid answer. Like um, why use contrast paint? And then they're like, oh, because it's made to go with the contrast paint. You mean why use contrast spray spray spray? And like, they're like, oh, it's made to go with it. I'm just like, is it chemically different? This is generally asking. I don't know why. I don't know. yeah. Like, is it actually different or is it literally just a different color? And in that Marketing case, can campaign. you not? No, honestly, like I don't, I don't know. Because uh, I've used contrast paint on when I was originally trying to do my Tyranids. I just didn't like the color I bought. Right. But I just used regular white spray paint and it went on fine. Like it from just, Walmart or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. It, it just wasn't the color I wanted. So I, I then didn't and it, use it. And it will look different depending on what you're putting yeah, over because yeah. it's really translucent still. So like is the contrast spray paint that GW came out with, it's just that off shade of white. So it creates kind of that better color. But if you went and got that same off shade of white... Like I just yeah, yeah. I don't know if know contrast saying. paint is actually like Necessary chemically the... different to right. do. I don't know. What and I've done is used a black primer and then sprayed the gray sear from like top down to create like that light transition, and yeah. then you contrast paint over top of that. Hmm. So you like it like then you, everything is done for you. Yeah. Does does contrast paint show over black? So it shows. Well, yeah. Like well. So because I've never I've never even seen contrast paint like I've never held it in my hand like right. I don't know how thin when you it create is that or... zenithal highlight uh, with the gracier like it'll naturally transition from really gray to black yeah so in those areas that it's kind of somewhere in between you're gonna have whatever color over top of let's that, say red or whatever. it'll still create like a transition right but so, at the deepest blackest parts where that zenith still that white black. never hit it won't be red it'll be black right. Yeah. But like cool. good paint jobs have a lot of contrast. So yeah. black to bright red would still look awesome. Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, contrast paint's amazing. Like you you can just get stuff done. Yeah, it's I, have, look I have a good. bunch of buddies who do a Blood Bowl League back in Lethbridge and yeah. like yeah, they 
just paint with contrast and it looks like sick like they turn out great teams yeah, in I like bet, two yeah. weeks and they're like playing yeah it's like yeah, the best exactly. way to get models on the table so <laughs> yeah so don't let anyone call you a little bitch for using it because it's fucking awesome like <laughs> <laughs> yeah ian explicit uh only paints now with airbrush and contrast <laughs> it's going on strike very controversial yeah. man over there um yeah so if anyone knows if the contrast spray paint is actually different just seems like everyone i've talked to they don't have a consensus they just kind of give me the well that's what gw recommended yeah, it's yeah. Like, i do it because i was led to this feeder and now i eat from here yeah so because <laughs> i'm generally curious if it is yeah. different uh their spray or if it's just a different shade so yeah the weird and the weird thing is like you could totally see if they were like yes this is chemically designed for it exactly and, or if they were just like no like either way i'm like okay makes sense like it's games workshop sure yeah you know? yeah exactly like either so. one way like they're putting out a, like an amazing quality product yeah like yeah. is necessary or on the other end they're just like no 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 we're just we're just making money yeah because the contrast paint is even more expensive than their regular spray yeah, it's paint. like isn't it like they are 11 dollars? or do you mean no 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 the, the, for the the pots aren't they? yeah aren't the they pots like, are 11 bucks that's wild yeah but if but they're you compare also Big. To, big. Yeah, and if you compare it to uh, like, then you don't have to buy a base, yeah. a dry brush. And I guess it's cheaper that like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it, it's awesome if you're new to it and you don't really, if you're not interested in painting, just use contrast paint. Yeah. But if you're interested in painting, yeah, you can do all these other steps and start building up your repertoire. It's gonna look like contrast paint, but that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean it looks bad. No, like, no, no. You can. It's just. It's gonna be fine. It's just different. Yeah. Um, and the final step we're gonna talk about is sealing. Um, this is Ooh, something, yeah. please seal your models. Yeah. I don't know why I don't do that with my models. If you're going to be playing with your models, like your, your finger is going to be touching them. The oil's yeah. on your hands. Paint's going to chip off. It's going to look like shit after, you know, a couple of years of you gaming with it, especially if you're out like once a week playing with your stuff. Yeah. Paint chips. Yeah. So like rubs just, off even. Yeah. yeah so a, a varnish, it just goes over top. You can paint it on with a paintbrush, but you should probably spray paint it on realistically. Yeah, use like a satin or a matte varnish. Yeah. Don't use gloss varnish. It'll look very weird. Everybody will look very sweaty and greasy. <laughs> yeah. But Necron. you could, you could do like sure, a very doing clean, metallic, like, yeah. wouldn't yeah. look weird. Yeah. If you're doing like a very clean power armor, like bright and shimmery, you could get away with it. But yeah. yeah. Just, you, just like any aware. other thing here is yeah. you can use this as a tool to get different effects yeah. on your army. But it's also yeah. like a necessary step. It is. Just like how choosing like a, a primer color yeah. can affect how you look and how it's a necessary step just like this you still need to seal but you can also use it yeah for me I, like sealing your army at the end oh it's like the best part you're like <laughs> i'm fucking done yeah and i can throw this thing on a wall and it won't chip now like <laughs> don't do that please don't do that but uh w- once again with contrast paint i have heard crazy rumors that uh Contra- tell me more tinfoil tinfoil that contrast paint apparently you have to seal it otherwise it comes off like Oh, really? If you look at it. I'll say I that's definitely true with airbrush. Oh, okay. Super thin. So if you like, if you don't let your airbrush paint dry and you touch it or like you don't seal it at the end, like it, yeah. it does come off pretty easy. So like just seal it. Yeah, just seal it. Just fucking seal it. I you just spent it. whatever, like 40 hours <laughs> painting your army or a model or your HQ. Like why not protect it? Like just seal your model. Yeah. Right? If there was ever a reason why I don't seal, first of all, it's because I don't paint. Yeah, you yep. don't have a finished model yet. But second, like the knowing when you're done, I think is a big thing oh, for me. Totally. Like every time like I put a model down, I'll go pick up another one. 
do some paint on it. Yeah. And then when I'm putting stuff away, I pick up the one that I thought I was done. I look at it and I'm like, ah, you know, I can do better on that. I can yeah. pick that part out. Like I could highlight that a little better. That's yeah. definitely a problem for me is just being okay with saying, no, nope, this model is actually done. And you can, finished. you can paint over the seal though. Yeah. Once you seal it. So it's not like you've sealed yeah. it. And now you can't go back and reapply. Paint. There, there are a lot of even, um, techniques where like midway through you seal the model multiple times yeah and and also like it seals the model for a certain technique but it some people even treat it as like a save point where i do that with airbrushing i will airbrush the base coat and then seal it and then i'll do everything afterwards yeah interesting and then if you mess something up it's easy to take it down to that seal and not take it down to the gray plastic so it acts as kind of very cool a lot of times if you wash over an airbrush layer without sealing it you will rub off some paint it's that delicate, hey? Yeah, it just depends. I mean, sure. Uh, for what you were talking about there, Eric, like um, what I always do with my armies, like is I'll, I'll like do like a proof of concept model where I'll take something from like start to finish and like write every step down. Like this is how I painted the sword. This is how I painted the leather with the colors and the layers and what techniques I used. And then I can like refer back to that and I never have like that. Oh, I could have gone farther or I couldn't. What, what did I do for this model that I painted three weeks ago? Sure, yeah, and yeah. then like you always kind of have a frame of reference to go back to when you like don't know if you're at that done point yet. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, that's kind of a good thing. Make sure that because uh, there's no way you're finishing your entire army in one sit down. Right. So exactly. if, watch me. Been doing pretty good with Libra Malleus. <laughs> Not one sit down. That's two. Yeah. That's been two sit down. <laughs> sit down. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one once. of those. <laughs> that's definitely a, a good thing, downs. especially like the more colors and the more uh, techniques you're trying to use, like to to write down like, all right, for all the ammo pouches on my models, like this is the color, this is the base, this is the layer I did, right? Like, to shit on Christian one more time. Yeah. This drives me insane about him because he doesn't have a lot of free time to paint because he's a busy guy. Yeah. But then every time he paints, it's like, oh, how did I paint that? It's like, fucking write it down. Or, or like he builds his models and then he has to take everyone out. It's just like, I love write that, it down actually. what you've done. And then, yeah, like it's such I love, a simple thing. I love when he's over and there's like 50 Primaris Marines. Just scattered. scattered and, yeah, we came over to paint and that, the whole yeah. night he's just taking stuff out of his fishing tackle box. Yeah, and, and, then, and then he's like, I got to go home. And he puts it all away. And the next time he's back, he, got, he, has, he has, to, has to pull them all out again. I or he it. just sleeps on the couch. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> But yeah. no, so I, it's I enjoy essential, watching that. It's essential yeah. to write it down. Like for my Libra Malleus project, I do have it written down on my phone, the step by step, because it's going to be over the course of a year or two potentially. Sure, yeah. Depending on how often we and you want campaigns. the same exactly want, level of quality exactly. So yeah. well, yeah. Like the thing with this hobby is like a lot of people don't like they paint for an hour a night. If you're lucky, most people don't yeah. get to paint for an hour a night. Yeah. But like you know, if you if you do get a chance to paint once a week or something, like it's nice to have it written down. Like I have a, a log yeah. of every project I've worked on, where I write down like the colors for each thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. So those are most of the techniques. Like you can get fucking deep into painting, man. Like you can go so hard, but that's gonna get you any model that people are gonna look at and you can be proud of. Um, oh yeah there there are a couple common questions that i get asked um so one of the things is people ask do you uh paint all the pieces separately and then glue it together and mm. i say fuck off with that noise unless mm. there's always there's always stipulations 
so that so that is one stipulation if you are a good painter like we're talking like you know you're you're entering painting top painting competitions you're actually good yeah. yeah paint it individually because it will show off then like but if you're just painting a space marine you're just getting on the tabletop and you're just using contrast paint just glue the fucking space marine together don't worry about well and then it, don't even bother painting it well, just play great. No, no, no. That <laughs> that, that, that is absolutely yeah, yeah. the lowest thing you can do as a human. <laughs> like, wait, wait, I don't wait know. what's lower? Not contributing. Yeah, to I was just about to think or? about that. Yeah, I don't yeah. know which one's lower. They're both fucking awful. How humans. are you, my friend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't do either of those, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah, I think like if you're painting like thirty boys or whatever, just a bunch of marines, just glue them together. For no. me, like I paint things separately that. I don't know. I'm also like really anal, so don't take my advice but, necessarily. But you're but. a good painter, and it can actually show. Yeah. That I think is one of the big things. When like, when I'm looking, like if I was looking through your catalog of figuring out whether or not I wanted to like you to paint my stuff, I will look like how detailed is it on parts that are ridiculously tough to get at? Because there's little parts on every model. To talk more shit about Christian, if you pick up his models and look at them from underneath, you literally see gray plastic from yeah. the models because yeah, yeah. he's like, well, you don't see there. It's like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Ooh, okay, Lordy. <laughs> but that's like, hey, if you want to do that, sure, whatever. But if you want to like produce something that's yeah. like a quality product, I'm looking for shit like that. So yeah. it makes complete sense that someone in your position yeah. is actually painting on sew or in sub assemblies. <laughs> yeah, so, don't go that far. <laughs> painting <laughs> on sprue. That's so amazing. Are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, that that one that one I never get. You I, guys I, I can't even rec- recommend at any stage yeah. to but paint models like, on sprue. I, I do know the difficulty of a space marine with a bolter just held across their chest in like a standard position and just trying to hit that Aquila on the chest piece. I don't piece. know, man. I, just I just painted can't. 40 and I never yeah. ran into that issue. Like I'm doing, I'm doing great rights now, great nights right now. And there's literal parts that I'm like, I can't get my brush to if, hit this, if your hit eyeball this bone. Can see it. Are you literally about to tell me that if my eyeball can see it, I can fit a paintbrush in there? Yeah. No. Yeah. That's not true at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fine. I don't know. I think it, like if no, it's that minuscule of a detail yeah. that you can't get a paintbrush in there, chances are good it doesn't matter. Oh, well, it's not that it doesn't matter, but like I know it's there. Like, and mm. if you were to look at the model, like there's like a chance you would look and you'd see that, right? So I'd like to, Dude, yeah, like get as my, much complete as one possible. of my friends used to paint the inside of his Land Raider and then glue all the sides. That's together. awesome. <laughs> I love that. I love that little detail. You know, like it's just like you, you can take anything the, as far the as the you best need thing to. Yeah. Would be trashing that Land Raider like, like oh. in, in the bin and then you pull it out like five years later and you crack it open. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, there's five Space Marines all sitting on oh, benches right. here. <laughs> yeah, fuck like yeah. that would be awesome. Yeah, you. you you can take anything to any extreme that Absolutely. you want, but for ninety nine percent of things, you don't need. To I do. don't do sub assembly. No, you don't do sub assembly. Now there is another stipulation to my sub assembly. Like either you're an amazing painter, or what you're painting is like an imperial knight, where it is made up of two very distinct parts. One, the skeletal frame of the knight, in which case I spray paint silver, and then the armor panels, in which case I spray paint the color of the armor panels. Well, is yeah. that a problem with just it's two different things or it's just the size? Two different things. And and the size makes it easy to do. Yeah, like but you can't really do this for you could do it for like, okay, space. My canoptic my canoptic yeah. stalker. Yeah. Two very different things. There's all the armor plates yeah. and then all the mechanic part below. Would you do that sub assembly? Uh, yeah, like probably maybe I would. Really? Yeah, certain things. Like I I, yeah. I kind of agree. Like for e- certain things. Even like 
whatever like a I'm, space marine and his bike i would probably paint those separately or like a yeah, rider and yeah. his horse or whatever sure, yeah. Yeah. yeah you know I, like, I can see that because you can prime two different colors yeah that's, that's and that's what that, mark's yeah saying, that's what i'm saying like if you are priming two different colors or want yeah, them if two you're priming all black who cares exactly like yeah. at that point it doesn't really matter so it's probably easier to glue the whole thing together because then you don't have to prime two separate things yeah yeah but the you you can always find you know these things that it's going to be a better technique to do it this way or that way yeah. but for and just it's like also going to be a comfort level like sure. what, what do you prefer doing like yeah. whatever's going to get you painting more models yeah. is what you should probably do yeah right yeah but yeah for just your standard fucking space marine there's no need to do sub assemblies yes there is the aquila on the goddamn chest just paint it just i fucking mean paint yeah it. i would still probably paint it without the gun that's absurd. No, you guys do you. I'm not judging. <laughs> That's absurd. I'm just pissed. Okay. That's fucking absurd. It's just ridiculous. No. Okay. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. I've I've literally never had an issue with yeah. like it. Um, maybe I've, I also. But I also I'm, bet that if we looked at all your models, we could probably find something that was missed. I don't know. Go take a peek, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, if my I eye can see it now, if my yeah. eye can see it, I can get a paintbrush to it. That's not always true, though. It is though. no because your eye can see so much finer but I detail I, than a paintbrush can i can't fit in. see around corners though which means my straight line paintbrush can get to what i can here's see a, here's a better argument there is no better argument painting with the base on or off uh i build models with bases but like because that, that would that would take away what you're trying to say and that because then you can see everything on the model right yeah if there's no base you can you can you can get your paintbrush to all those weird places well and that is one thing i do i typically will glue my guys half on a base one foot on one okay foot off see because oh. i there are parts like where my paintbrush just will not get the right the angle there. because there's a base yeah. in the way like that's that's just i mean there's also other things it's also yeah. sometimes there's a bolter or they're holding something else on their base or on their model or whatever but yeah like i build all my guys standing on the model and they never leave that yeah but from now on i think every next model i do makes I it harder to paint when it, they're already on a base so much harder yeah, yeah. Well, i will nice not to do grab that onto, from now on yeah yeah or i'll just tack it or whatever right yeah. like yeah 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 and, and painting your base separately it will, it kind of goes back to like are you spray painting them differently like yeah i really yeah i really enjoy games workshop texture base paints i think yeah, i will no, only i will only ever use those yeah like uh i'm not good enough to need to explore other things dude, the yeah. crackle paint is so nice yeah that's not i'm wrong using with it. the astro granite right now yeah I just that thing is so malleable it's like nice. you can literally sculpt things out of it i just it's did cool. the, the 30 pox walkers i did for that guy's death guard they had astro granite uh, armageddon dust or something it's okay. the same it's a, just a different, just a different color. color but same but texture super nice you yeah. just throw a wash on it dry brush it looks very cool. cool super nice um yeah so another question is how do i paint x or y just fucking youtube it like oh you, like how do i paint power swords yeah how do i YouTube. paint lenses like how honestly i'm gems? not even like Instagram like, has so many awesome tutorials. Even too. that, yeah. Um, YouTube is nice because then you can watch the Warhammer TV channel, and once again, it's it's the easiest intro. Like yeah. you can go deep, and you could watch like a thirty-hour video about how somebody painted this fucking just a single demon. face. Or yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like some of them but are insane. If you if you do GW, it's nice Warhammer TV because they're going to be painting what you want to see. And they have just such a wide variety and it's easy to follow. And they really do like uh, delve into the, the, the little weird things like how do I paint a power sword? There's, yeah. a, there's a one minute video on there. How to paint eyeballs. They have that. Yeah. Like, how do I paint a leather anything. pouch? They probably have it. How do I paint a white robe? They probably have it. Yeah. They even have like how do I paint 
goth boys like right. from start to finish like yeah. it's just there's it's, some very cool and then specific models like how do i paint i'm sure when the new gascal model comes out there's oh, yeah. gonna be the 30 minute sit down and paint yeah. the entire model with whoever it is now that's very cool yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so it's it's a valuable resource like one of the reasons why I I hated painting in the beginning is because like I've, we've joked about it was those three steps and then bingo bango boom you have a golden demon model where it's like I know there was other steps involved I yeah. know it where when you watch the <laughs> nope, video just those three marks yeah and it's like <laughs> I, I couldn't prove it but I had a fucking hint tin foil <laughs> yeah where, where you can actually watch how they do it now I I yeah. think painting, it makes it much more manageable yeah I think painting is like like 70 percent technique and seeing how it's actually done and then as long as you're not fucking drunk hands like as long as you're decently steady you can mimic that um of course like the other bit is practice the more you practice you're obviously going to get better but you can paint really good models like if you know if you watch a video and you see how they do it because it's not complicated it's all technique and using stuff um painting on a canvas is like completely different because you don't have a model um you can't take advantage of the depths and the ridges but once you know how to take advantage of that kind of stuff it's a lot easier as opposed to a canvas where it's like you have to create everything yeah Yeah, exactly so a lot of it i can see that difference our canvases are already made for us we just have to put stuff on exactly so watch youtube videos um warhammer tv does amazing ones and like you said you can just find any little detail so um i got a couple pro tips here um, that I would like to share. The one is spray paint accordingly. And what I mean by that is, once again, if you're a Space Marine player and you're painting Imperial Fists and you're just trying to get a tabletop army, spray paint them yellow. Then go out and pick out details. No. Spray paint them black and, and then just apply yellow pop 15, paint. 15 colors. 15 Straight to 30 layers yeah. Okay, yeah. Of, yeah. of yellow like, paint. I mean, I, both would work. <laughs> like it, it seems it seems crazy like that this no, is not be done smart more about common, be, yeah. be smart about what exactly. you're what you're basing yeah. use your time wisely yeah exactly um or you can undercoat it red and spray yellow from the top you could do that oh that's you're... so cool <laughs> yeah like this crazy thing oh you could uh, the, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i'm gonna do a imperial fists next after my tau is painted and okay i shit you not i had be... a dream last night about not being an imperial fist but i'm pretty sure i was an imperial (laughs) fist. Uh, is that why you're wearing yellow today (laughs) were you in a pain glove just beating off or what no but um we had someone submit a story to us okay uh, and he like it was in an email and he's like hey just read this like prologue yeah or whatever oh yeah yeah and it was about um the new like the induction of like the newest imperial fist chapter master gregor disorian or something like that anyways I read that, and then I, like, immediately, like, went to bed, and I swear to God, like, I was in this place with just, like, (laughs) massive hulking yellow armor, and, yeah. seeped into your psyche. It was so cool. (laughs) But it just, like, I also love Imperial Fist to begin with, right? So Of course, because you're you're a man of culture. You should just paint me an Imperial Fist army. What? What? You won't even pay me to paint your Grey Knights army. Well, no one's getting paid. Oh. (laughs) You're just doing it for fun. Fun. Yeah. Fun. Anyways, yeah. sorry, Mark. Um, I they, didn't mean to derail you. No, no, no. It's all good. We all we all want to talk. We all about have the Space fist. Marine mm-hmm. dreams. 
Everybody does. Mine is that they release Primaris melee units. <laughs> well, that's an impossibility. That's Fuck. at least there's a chance of me joining the Imperial Fists <laughs> before they release Primaris melee. Right, sorry, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So another technique, and I've tried this, and this technique works a lot better than others. Just like the spray paint technique, this almost is the opposite of that. Um, it's called dipping. Um, I remember you did this. You did this with blood letters. Yeah. So yeah. it works really good it's for pretty cool. lot, lots of clothy. It doesn't once it's like a wash. We'll get into it. It is a wash. It, it essentially is for sure. Um, it's very But cool. you don't want to do flat panels. You get lots of pooling and stuff. But it, like I use did my your, blood. Use your orcs, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Use your demons. So the technique is you, you spray paint your model. You do a base coat on the model. Like you pick out the, the flesh with green, but you don't do it. Take it any further past that point. You pick out the pants with brown and then after that you buy um from army painter they sell some but if you don't want to do that you can also go and buy like wood varnish for like staining a deck or wood stain wood stain sorry for staining a deck and yeah depending on how dark you want it depends on how dark you buy then um but literally you grab your model and you dip it into the varnish or the stain and then you flick it off and it's just like a super wash it just depths deepens everything for you so it's going to be really good like i did my blood letters and it turned out perfectly because it was just like i spray painted them red blood letters oh yeah i've had way back in the day yeah Um, one of them was on uh one of my bases actually the gray knight that has like he's ripped the head off the blood letter that's one that he dipped Ah, but it was cool it like yeah it went i like a a cool transition from like black to red yeah like i just spray painted it red and then i dipped it and it just gave everything depth it it was it's kind of really, what contrast paint looks like now. It, it, yeah, exactly. It's very similar, but it's even less. Back in the day, that was like what everyone did for Skaven clan rats and Warhammer Fantasy Battles. Was dipping? Dip the fuck out of those clan rats, yeah. Yeah. You used to run like 140 of them or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it just... Makes sense. It's yeah. just right. another way to do it, like... It's, it's an alternate technique. It's yeah. pretty cool. It works really good for some models. Like any demon, it could work very well. Um, quick and easy. Quick and easy. Uh, Those another are my middle names. <laughs> Eric Quick and Easy Sultan. That's right. <laughs> the Imperial Fist. <laughs> That's a title, though, not a name. Yeah, I earned that. Oh. <laughs> what, Quick and Easy? No, the Imperial oh. Fist. <laughs> By being Quick and Easy. Oh. Right. Um, so another thing, painting, um, this, this helps a lot. So people often get so... Uh, so torn up on the caught inside, up caught and, up every time yeah. they see their model. So they, they have a thousand gray models in front of them and they just oh, look man. at them and they just get demoralized. You can never pick one of my, oh my God. They just bitch and whine. So my tip is don't be a bitch and just fucking do it. No. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. My God. Stared, don't be a bitch. Why are you stared so right at Eric when he said that? <laughs> no, no. The, the tip is, and this honestly helps a lot. Put all those away. Put them Put all your gray models into a shelf away from your eyesight and only take out a model that you're actually yeah. painting. And then when you're done painting that model, put it in front of your painting station. Yeah. And then every time you look up, you get a like you get a literal hit of endorphin from seeing this painted model that you've done. And now you painted two and now you're getting like, oh, and now you got yeah. three. And it's like it builds up. So instead of looking at this sea of gray, look at the sea of painted models. Yeah, this is all kind of part of that motivation piece, right? Like, yeah, that's that's probably the hardest part about painting army is like sitting down and finding the will to get through mm-hmm. all of that. Right. And like, I think another th- super important thing is like find 
a group of dudes to like do a paint night with or like do a paint challenge with or, or, or something like that. Join me like on that. Instagram live. Yeah. Join me on discord. Share your models in like our dis in our discord. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Like that kind of thing. Like, Ask for like advice. Ask us what we think or like, like we get, have a decent community on the discord. It will get that. you painting more minis for yeah. sure. Yeah. And yeah, like it, especially if you're sitting down with another dude in a room and you're just painting together, like it, it's so good. It's so fun. Yeah. Um, so the takeaway is anyone can learn how to paint. It's all just knowing how to. But anyone can learn. It's about knowing where to find the resources. Exactly. And then also like disciplining yourself it. and making sure you're actually practicing. Because you, yeah. can, you can have watched a million YouTube videos and you've never once painted. It doesn't make you a good painter. You no. also have yeah. to apply all those techniques that yeah, you're Yeah, don't learning. get analysis paralysis. Just yeah. like sit down and paint start trying. every once in a yeah. while. Yeah. Don't be scared to like paint models that like try things out on models that you're never going to put on the table. But they're yeah. just extra bits or yeah. whatever, right? Like I have, I think I have like 30 plus blades that Ooh. aren't on my paladins. Yeah. I plan on ripping the fuck out of those before I actually start putting power effects <laughs> on my guys. Just yeah. to see, like, I want to get, like, a good, consistent power weapon. Yeah. 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 One one tip, too, is that we didn't talk about is we never talked about stripping models. So, oh. like you guys said, like, you can yeah. experiment as many times with a model, and then you can just strip the paint off with, yeah. like, simple clean, simple green, and then paint them again. So don't be worried about like, oh, I don't want to paint because I don't want to ruin this model. Right. As long as you don't seal it, you're not going to ruin it. Yeah. So yeah. Some spray paints also don't come off in simple clean. Yeah. That but, might be I the mean, case. But. Yeah. I noticed when I uh, stripped that one dreadnought that you had, oh. I had to scrape that. The longer off. that the paint sits on it also, like uh, if you've you know if you paint yeah. if you're stripping an army that you found Absolutely. in the garage from six years ago yeah. that's different than like yeah. for sure i fucked this up yeah. like stripping strip is a it. whole entire another yeah. yeah you have to be careful about some things and yeah make sure yeah anyways but, but yeah, yeah so don't be afraid just just paint yeah, you know, watch a video try painting if you don't like it strip the paint off try again or just move on like yeah leave and come it back to it eventually uh, like, have that as your first model and then use it as your stepping point be like okay yeah. my next model i'm gonna paint better than this and then see where you are like either 10 models from then or like six months from then see what you're doing you can come back it's nice to even just see progression coming back with fresh eyes absolutely helps Mm -hmm. yeah and here's the one truth about painting the one true true the one true true even the worst shittiest painted model is better than gray plastic eric cletus please Even that okay. guy. I would rather play an <laughs> army against Cletus, all Cletuses, than gray plastic, honestly. Yeah. Well, I don't have any more gray plastic. I took care of that. <laughs> yeah. I they're all they're all Grey Knight Silver base, Mark. God. Yeah. I was, feeling, I was feeling equally sorry for Eric, and I offered to base In a moment of weakness, of he, he said Knights. he would do it. <laughs> yeah. So, so try your hand at painting it. It, it can be enjoyable, yeah. it can be relaxing, and you can get good quickly if you just follow basic techniques. And just do some cocaine and And it's it not done. for everyone, though, also. So, you know, if yeah. you don't like also it... Also get a commission. Ian Lawson, commission painter. Well, yeah, so... <laughs> Ian Lawson. Uh, yeah. What is your... I think you only... Handle? You do local, right? Like, yeah, I kind of just have been doing Calgary stuff. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I would do... So you, you've been working on a bunch of stuff Nurgle also. stuff recently. Yeah, so my... Uh, yeah, I've just kind of been doing a big Death Guard army over the last couple of months. Um, did a big Sylvaneth force before that for everybody. I like Sylvaneth hmm. in terms of AOS. That and like the aztec lizards. Lizard men? Silver, they, what are they called now? Sephafin. Say that again. Sephafin. Seraphon? Yeah. Seraphodonim. The Sylvaneth and that are definitely my favorite AOS armies. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that, I told I told you about that salamander's conversion I saw the other day, where somebody took like a oh, primary salamander yeah, yeah. and then put like the Temple Guard model from AOS mm. on it. Oh my god, it looked so sick. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's my plug. I paint minis in Calgary. If you that, live in Calgary, he's or very, good. very well, yeah, um, and very reasonably like, priced. You you paint it or you airbrushed the Libra Malleus guys, and like I'm fucking blown away by them. Like, thanks, buddy. It's fucking awesome. Oh yeah, like I wouldn't have made them half as good without the what you did for it. So it just adds such a depth. Yeah. So yeah, check yeah. out uh, Ian Lawson Miniatures Instagram yeah. if you're in Calgary and you want. To, even if you're not in Calgary, I A I N, I A I N. We'll we'll put your we'll put a link to your Instagram in our show notes. Go check it out. He's got some really fucking good miniatures. Yeah. Thanks, boys. Yeah, I'm not taking commissions right now because I really desperately wanted to paint my towel. Oh, so uh, the shout-out was pointless. Yeah, yeah. You Thanks, know. Ian. You just for... wasted our t- ours and everyone else's yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. a waste. That's exactly what I'm saying. <sighs> but, you know, after after the coronavirus kills half the population, then I'll yeah. take more commissions. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Okay, that's a good goal. Okay. See me after quarantine, boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, so on that note... Um, if you're feeling lonely, if you want to chat, send us a message. If you're just fucking just bored out If of you need mind, a group to hang out with, yeah. like we're playing a lot of tabletop simulator yeah, apparently is kind yeah, of blowing yeah, up in our Discord cool right now. So, yeah, you can get in touch with us like if you want. We do have a Discord that is very active. Lots of cool stuff on there that we're doing. Um Lots of very cool people too. Yeah, follow us on, you know, Facebook if you want just like if you don't want to talk to us. You well, if you just want, want updates yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. But uh yeah, we're all going to get through this coronavirus together like this is not the end of the world we don't need to panic we're all gonna make it through why are you looking at me like that eric we're all in this together practice social distancing play table play tabletop simulator instead of playing warhammer at your table or at your game store yeah well i think all game stores are shut down do a paint challenge with your buddies yeah this is the literally the perfect time yeah that's kind of why we're releasing this first it's like it's a little topical lockdown time time to paint your fucking models yeah i'd say so I'd say so. If anybody comes time. out of this, six, if anyone comes out of this <laughs> with an army that is not painted, you can't play Warhammer anymore. Yeah, you yeah have exactly. That fucking we will be confiscating uh. your models. We're not even. We're not even talking to the listeners at this point. We're literally just yelling at Eric. <laughs> Ian, you don't have an army. Oh yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You don't have to tell anybody. That. <laughs> you don't have an army. Fuck off. Hmm. Anyways, it's coming. <laughs> good yeah i hope your towels your trip tides <laughs> you don't have to tell everyone that i'm a that guy <laughs> no i can just be the guy who paints not the piece of shit <laughs> not the piece of shit that paints yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i want to change your discord name to that now <laughs> the but piece of the shit, piece that of shit who paints. now it's he who paints slowly yeah. <laughs> But yeah, get in touch with us. Um, we're going to be releasing an episode every day for the next two yeah, weeks. Yeah, we're definitely going to try and make um, that work. Yeah, yeah a little we more might content. miss one, but we're going to try our best. Um, every episode's going to kind of have its own flavor um, depending on who we have on. Um, but yeah, it, um, it's going to be cool. It's going to be fun. So uh, I don't know. I wonder what he's smiling at over there. Uh, just a picture of my cat. Ah, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, that, uh, the Discord is rife with... Yeah, cat we, pictures. We have a channel called and Cats for Cassies, where uh, yeah, you just post pictures of cats or, or dogs your pets or whatever, whatever you have. Yeah, yeah and uh, it's then fun. I show it to my wife every day, and she she, she rates them. Yeah, she rates them, and she's happy. And yeah. then I'm like, now a little, 
You said what? Extracurricular? Curricular? <laughs> and then she banishes me to the ground. Of course, yeah. So. And you go paint more war. And then, yeah, then I hang done. out with people on the Discord. So it's, <laughs> yeah, hard, it's a win, 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 win for everybody. Uh, but yeah, cool. we're all going to make it through this, guys. One with day and model at a one time. One model at a time, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for listening. And uh, I guess we'll see you. Well, thanks for joining us, Ian. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, boys. It's nice uh, to have this... someone who actually has like better knowledge yeah somebody who campaigned yeah exactly yeah people are like oh mark you're a decent painter i'm like (laughs) no (laughs) no sir mark's a decent painter like genuinely because he actually paints his fucking army oh yes yes that is the rule everyone's a decent painter if they actually paint their models so i will say though that mark also puts a lot of time into the conversion and making his armies themed pretty cool Mm. so like that that helps too that does help a strong theme goes a long way i don't. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't what? I can paint. He doesn't. I can, just no, doesn't. He just doesn't. I can paint, but converting and stuff, I just yeah. don't. My brain doesn't compute. Well, that's almost <laughs> an, a topic for another day, just kit bashes and conversions yeah, and yeah, how I, to build I, a theme for your army, really. Yeah, I got so. a bunch of topics that are going to be yeah. good, like little one-off segments How to build like a theme. For, yeah, that's a so. cool topic for sure. Yeah, so cool. thanks for joining us. We'll see you all later. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Yep. Give us your money. Send me my money. Just give us your money. Just, we just gave you an hour and a half of, so, so, I don't want to say so good content. Like worth it for you? Like whatever content, it is that you want, then maybe just like pay Okay, love you guys. Bye. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.